welcome back to another episode of Podcast 572. As always, I am your host, Kyle. I'm joined by my two friends, Dan and Matt. Um, we're going to kick it off with an email that ties heavily into what we've been playing. And so it's not, it's, I'll say this, it's not often that we get an email that ties into what we've been playing, but also something that all three of us us are are all playing at the Mm -hmm. same time, which is crazy. Trying to play, Um, we should say. This comes to us from Jeremy from Long Island, New York. Hey dudes, y'all playing Helldivers 2. This game really surprised me. It just came out of nowhere and seems like it's taken the world by storm. I've even got one buddy who went out and bought a PS5 just to play with me and my other friends. I haven't seen this energy on a co-op game since the 360 days. So, yes, we have all been playing Helldivers. Um, I think, Matt, you were the first one of us to get into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I was kind of I was already sitting on it. I was, I, was a fan of, I was a fan of the original, <clears throat> but I liked just the stuff I'd seen, like with the direction they were taking this. But I was very like cautious about it. So I'm like, I don't know if it's going to take off, though. I did not anticipate yeah, like yeah, the Lee. level this thing has taken off and become is insane. Yeah, I so, was on the fence too, and then two of my other friends were like, "Well, maybe we'll get it," and then another guy was like, "I'll probably get it too," and it's just like, <laughs> I guess I'm fucking buying Hell Divers, dude. Like, it snowballed like crazy. To, and I, you know what the worst part was is I was like, I guess I'll get it, and I had to go out the next day anyway because I think I got it last week, and I, and I was like, oh, I'll look around and see if anybody has it. Of course, of course, it's gone. Physical copies are just. Did they make physical copies? Oh yeah, they they did. I did not they're know that. Gone. Okay. So I finally was like, you know what? Fuck it, and I just digital. I mean, for forty dollars, fine. Yeah. Um, I did not know it was physical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I, cool. I, I looked it up, and I went. Target had like the you know the empty. Not that they have games there anymore, but not really. But yeah, uh, there was an empty slot for it, so it's kind no of common. <laughs> but yeah, no, man, I. Like, this game I think nuts. I'm the it's only so person good. here that's played it on both PCs, yes. and and, and we'll, I can talk about that part of it, but um, because the, I mean, the downside of this game is it had a very rocky launch, but it's not in the sense of like your traditional rocky launch. It, this was more of a they were not prepared for the amount of people playing this game, buying this game, wanting to be playing it at all times. They could not not fucking way, dude. Like, so it was insane, man. Uh, because of that, it led to a lot of server issues, um, where you just, there, there were a couple days. I think there was one night you and I tried to play with another friend, Dan, and what did we sit for like a half hour? And I was, in queue, I was in queue for at least an hour <laughs> and it Damn. just, it wasn't mm-hmm. happening. No. Um, it's crazy too, because like that queue, it eventually, that queue gets so broken at a certain point where like, it yeah. can't even show the error code yeah. properly. It's, yeah. it's so exactly. Um, this so, is at a cap of like 450,000 people. <laughs> So I, I had originally like Matt, you're playing it on PC. So I said, well, whatever, I'll, I'll buy it on PC because I'm I'm going to be getting a new video card next month, anyways. And I looked it up, like my my computer can run it just fine. So I bought it on PC. I think we played it once, and yep. then every time after we tried to play, it was server down, server down. And then I got which a lot of people are getting is this black screen error. You got that too, but for me that yeah. was my last straw. And I'm like, all right, if I'm getting a black screen error that I can't, and I went down the rabbit hole of like delete this configuration file do this do that none of it fixed it i was like i'm just gonna refund it and buy it on playstation because i'm not gonna sit here and try to fix their game for them um i will say they did patch it the very next day well and the thing about it too like i just read i think this weekend they threw out another patch that eliminates 
anybody who's been AFK for like more than 15 out. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And that, Which is, that was the biggest problem because I was reading on Reddit where people are like, well, I'm in and I'm just going to sit here. And I'm like, so you're literally just going to sit there but, all day and like, but you had to like, you can't yeah. blame people for doing that because that's how, what you had to do. Realistically, yeah. the only, the fix was a timeout thing. Yeah. Like they just bumped the server count up to, I think like 700 K 700,000 yeah. should help too. But I mean, the other oh, day yeah. I was planning on playing my friends at like, you know, like seven 30 or whatever. So I turned my system on at six o'clock. I just let that thing run. And then eventually <laughs> I got in and I just sat there in my show. Okay. Yeah. The, oct- the octagon of justice. I'll say when when you and I when you and I played yesterday, Matt, like it loaded. I reloaded right in. You were able to yep. link up on the PC I, and like ever since I, just, I did not have a problem. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say ever since this weekend, I have yet to have an issue like at all. Like I've been getting into quick play games. I've been linking oh, up with other people playing, like moving in between other games too. Like and the the cool thing is like I've been booted from games while in the mission. And then, like, if you load back into your ship, you can join back into that mission. Oh, that's cool. With, like, if you're playing with a friend. So, like, if you were still on and I got booted, once I loaded back up and I joined your lobby, it put me right back into the game. So, like, it was not... It's not, like... I don't know, man. I'm a huge fan of this game now. Like this, this game has, <laughs> like the thing said, somebody went out and bought a PS5 specifically to play this game, and it's the fact that someone's willing to do that is insane. It's a, it's a good reason to finally get in if you want to play with your. If friends, you're waiting kind of for yeah. something specifically, yes. yeah, it yeah, is. He could, have, he could have done the smart thing and got it for Suicide Squad, right? Hey, there you go. <laughs> Which is now, did you see that's down under like 500 players now? It, I, I saw it. it's it's Man. been destroyed. And Hell Divers just can't can't stop. <laughs> they can't. Um, um, I love the, you know why I love the game. You know why I love the game is because you would think that it would get repetitive, right? Because it's just go here, do this, go here, do this, whatever. Yeah, but exactly. like the mission variety is so varied enough that you rarely do the same thing twice in like ten missions. Even if it's the same type of mission. Yeah. Yeah, Let alone the fact that, like, yes, you can just go do the mission, but you can also run around and explore, and there's stuff to do and find and blow up and all that kind of stuff. And, um, like, the cycle of what it works, it's just, like, it just makes for, like, some crazy, insane moments that happen on, like, accident. Yeah. That are just (laughs) hilarious and, like, fun. And even if you take the game seriously, like, like, it gets hard. Like if you play oh, in the hard oh, yeah. difficulties, it is overwhelming at points. Oh yeah, um, but it's still fun and like ridiculous. Or like having to kite one of those charger aliens like around a rock while some guy is calling in a missile. Like, like it's just <laughs> you're you're constantly having to do stuff and like figure things out with other people. Like playing the game solo sucks. Like to be fair, it's not good because it's just frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's not it's not that it's impossible to do. It's just frustrating. It's definitely yeah. more it's... balanced to play with. I would say at least three people, like two is fine, but I think it needs at least like more people for like just the chaos factor to go up. Golly. For sure. Yeah. I played a mission this morning with a friend, or maybe it was yesterday morning or last night, but uh, we got swarmed by those machines, like Terminator mm-hmm. type machines. Yeah. And it was like the most chaotic 10 minutes I've ever played <laughs> in that game before. But it wasn't like I was frustrated playing in it. It was just like you get overwhelmed and you're trying your hardest to link up to everybody and make sure everybody's doing the same thing. But it's 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 fun. 
Like even in the chaos and even in like the destruction, it's fun. Like I don't know how many times I've been shot by another teammate. Oh god, I've been <laughs> one of the first games we played multiplayer. I got nuked from orbit because this guy calls the thing down and boom. And I got that animation where like you go flying across the screen, and then like I landed and it hit some rock and died. I After think all the my very broke. very first match I played, somebody called in uh, resupply and I got hit by that. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know it's funny. <laughs> that killed me. Yeah. Well, and there's and always even though I've played a whole bunch of matches, like it's always kind of like finding something new or something something crazy else happens. Or like mm-hmm. the first time, I remember the first time I went to do that mission where it's like blow up this base or whatever and like you're not sure how to do it and I'm like, what is this hell bomb thing? Call that thing down <laughs> and then you go up and you turn it on and you're like, I don't know what this is going to do. And then just everything went nuts because it was an ammunition depot so everything was fucking blowing up at the same time. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, then I guess that's what that does. And you just kind of run off and go do the next thing. <laughs> but I think, I think that email, I think it captures it correctly. Like they the game has this like 360 era energy about it mm-hmm. where yeah. like it's like one of those like summer of arcade games that has taken off is what it really feels like you just have so many different people playing it i think and- i think another big factor in why this game is caught on is i think there's um like you don't want to miss out on it you know that, like, you want to play it now while it's yeah the hot thing and it's great like some games you don't necessarily have to do that but it's the kind of thing where if you wait a couple of months and it you know it's going to come back to normal at some point oh right? for where sure it's going to be an average game that people play i think i'll be playing it for a long time especially if they patch it and add stuff but yeah i don't think you want to miss like the chaotic what happening in like what's right going now. on right now yes yeah, yeah. It has kind of like that, uh, like lightning in a bottle, like yep. first Dark Souls, like well, everybody got, playing it so many to figure cool, out what's going on. Cool systems working where it's like you go up to the map table yeah. and you're looking at missions, but that's all stuff that's happening in real time. Yeah, which is yeah. Like, cool. All the ships out there are people that are here, like doing yeah. this. So like it's cool to see, like you actually see the game being played by other people. Like when you're looking at your little war table, you'll see other yeah. people playing missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you know. Kind of what's going on. It's it's a very cool like you know live service game that oh gee it actually fucking works. It's actually a good yeah. live yes. service game and like well, there's it also does, there free- are microtransactions, but it's not it's not like overbearing and no. you don't have to spend any money at all. Like I've unlocked stuff on that and it doesn't matter. You just unlock it by playing the game, which yeah, is how you be compelled yeah. to, to do the pay the pay battle pass when the free one is enough. Yeah, the exactly. only thing I wish is. I get that there's a lot of customization, but I think there needs to be more like colors. That like ironically, that's what I was just talking about. That I yeah. like I I hate the fact that I have to buy a red suit. Right. When I wish you could just color scheme it to whatever I wanted. Like you I don't know, yeah, I, I don't like that we're all just black, gray, and yellow to start for however long it takes you to earn the stuff. Yeah. There needed to be something different. I get that they have to space it out, but at least like suit types and you pick a color is better than buying a color yeah <laughs> i think it also just proves how good starship troopers was <laughs> i've loved that movie forever <laughs> like, the fact that like, it's taken hell divers 2 for people to get into that movie that's those people's fault because like that is. movie's fantastic <laughs> that's been my selling point to everybody i've talked about about getting that game i'm and like that's usually you, what triggers yeah. Yeah. you like starship troopers like, and they're like yeah actually i did like it, that well, i was like it, really feel like it man because it literally has all of the same you know like patriotic propaganda bullshit which is what yeah. made the movie so good it, yeah and this game fucking nails it like it is 
it's so good. And like the, the little video scene. at the start, the stuff they say <laughs> when they're doing stuff, like uh, just the little like quips your people say when stuff's going wrong. I, I love the fact that your your people react when things are going bad, and they're, they'll say they'll say lines about like "oh shit" kind of a thing and like running oh, around yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's really good. It's it's, f- it's so fun to play. Like, you know, each mission is timed to forty minutes, but they don't really take that long. So you can play a bunch in a couple hours. You're playing a for bunch sure. of different stuff. You get bored of fighting bugs, go fight robots for a little bit. You get fight bored of fighting robots, go fight bugs, bugs for a little bit. Yeah, and they're and the thing is, is, like you would think they would just be the same missions, but one with bugs and robots. They're not. They're completely different. Like you know, the robots want to go fire an ICBM. That's a mission you have to do. Yeah, Just fucking like nuke this place. It's crazy. So it's a it's a hell of a game. Like that, I, I don't want to say it didn't, it came out of nowhere because I knew it was coming. Right. I just didn't know that it was going to be this big of a deal. No, well, because I don't think anybody could have anticipated that. Because it's not Helldivers one. No, yeah. and I say I actually yeah. redownload. I dug through my PlayStation yeah. like digital library and redownloaded the first one. I haven't gone back to it yet, but I want to look at it. But I also want to see like how long ago that was. That was 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's been Dang. that long. So, uh, but that Helldivers one is a completely different type of game. So, yeah. but I remember enjoying it, and it was something different and unique at the time. But I'm glad they took it in this direction. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I, I can't recommend it. I don't think any of us would not recommend it. So. Other Hell than no, you want to play really with great, us, like, let us know. Not, not a great uh, solo game, but no, but it, <laughs> not it, at all. The thing is, is this game will live and die on updates. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think, you know, at some point, you know, however long down a year or two years, like new mission types, new enemy types, like that's what's going to keep the game going for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad that even though the they've been like the devs have been like overwhelmed with the server problems and like the mass amount. I think the simple fact that they're staying in constant communication with everybody is positive. You know what I mean? And that's kind of one thing that's kind of helped the fact that even though this game is like been overwhelming at times, like the fact that they're constantly like, we're sorry, we know they're doing their best. Yeah. Yeah. Like our bad (laughs) for sure. We can only do so much for sure. Um, other stuff I've been playing, uh, Infinite Wealth. Um, I was at a part that I took a little bit of a break from it because I got to one of those points where it's like, hey, this is going to be a long part of this game. You might want to save, you know, kind of a thing. And I'm like, I had to find a chunk of time to sit down because there have I have sat through several 45 minute cutscenes in this game already. So like it, the cutscenes are wow. very lengthy, uh, but I actually got through that part this morning. Um, I, I mean, I'm still tremendous. Like I enjoy the, it's, it's a tremendous follow up to the last one. And again, it's, if you liked the last one and you like the direction of them going the RPG route, this is even better. So, um, that's, I mean, that's really all I have to say about infinite wealth. Um, what I've played it cause I don't want to spoil the story or anything. But at this point, I'm at the point now where like anything more I say is going to spoil the story of the game. So, yeah. cause it's getting wild <laughs> in terms of what's happening. So, um, I also got a chance to look at the Tomb Raider remaster, uh, which is out, which is Tomb Raiders one, two, and three completely, completely redone, I guess, from the ground up. Um, it does have the like Halo Master Chief press the back button if you want to play the original 
like graphics for whatever reason on the consoles they locked that to 30 um so i and obviously probably because of how those games were made back in the day they probably couldn't get that to run at 60 in a good way so that's probably why uh but the actual remaster runs at 60 frames so you have to worry about that i played a little bit of tomb raider one and it's just it's fun to go back and you don't realize maybe i didn't realize because tomb raider's kind of gotten away from this as it's evolved as a franchise over the years but like those original games had this like very good sense of isolation like from where the different environments that she's exploring and a very good sense of exploration as well of like you're kind of out there alone there's nobody else really with you yeah a lot of that had to do with the limitations of the system sure. at the time because yeah. well you think about those games like they're more of a like a level based structure as mm-hmm. opposed to when you get to like the Tomb Raider remake where it becomes a Metroid game. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Um, but I, I played a little bit of the first one. It's a very good remaster. The other thing that they do really well is they, uh, redid all the controls for a modern style. So if nice. you don't like, and they, they do literally label the original controls as tank controls. Well, yeah. Um, if you don't like those controls, you can play with the modern controls and it actually controls very well with the modern controls. I had also forgotten as I was playing this and uh, it reminded me they did remake the original Tomb Raider in like 2007. Yeah. It was, uh, was called what Tomb Raider anniversary, but that game is not backwards compatible, but I randomly have it in my steam library. So I remember playing it on the 360 because yeah. it was a budget title when it came, it came out. out after legend. I want to say for sure. Yeah. It was like right after mm-hmm. Legend because it ran on the same engine that legend and, uh, underworld. underworld. Yeah. Yeah. Which both were solid games too. I so. like legend a lot. Underworld was okay. Underworld's okay. And then they obviously took their time off to reboot it. So, yes, um, it they also, I, I don't think I put this in the news, but they did put out a picture of her redesign for what they're working on and it just it looks like a modern version of classic lore it looks closer to the original original you think of as gotcha. opposed to the last one which i, I argue is a lot better but it's fine. I, and i think you and i have had the same agreement like i don't know if necessarily dumping that uh camilla luddington chick is a good idea because i thought she was great she was great in those three games so i they could have just continued that into what it is but again i don't know what they're doing yeah i I mean i'm I'm guessing it's probably a soft reboot again right where we're going to kind of ignore i don't think it's going to be the last three things that happened or it's just going to be a new well not not even not even necessarily because that was that was telling her origin that's done now so she doesn't we don't have to they're not going to go through her origin story no what i'm saying what i I guess what i'm saying is it's more of like a james bond situation yeah like that's what it's kind of you know like. the character this is just the new adventure kind of a thing because i think that's what they're doing we don't need to continue like the last three games that's over like that finished its yeah. section where she became the hardest the killer got, known to man that third game was really dark that that that's fire <laughs> got really dark. It's crazy it got really still dark a, still a good game but let's a that's a rare series where like the first one is by far the best one it was and then the second one's pretty good not as good and the third one's just another step down. <laughs> so by yeah. the time, so they're all so good. But by the time you get to that last one, you're like, we can be done for a yeah, no, I, When that yeah. one ended, I was like, you could do something else here and yeah. I'm not upset. Right. So, but Take I would break. still, that first one was incredible and probably my favorite Tomb Raider game. I think 
Oh God! Of all of them. I played. So. You know me, man. I played that game, and then immediately when I was done, <laughs> I was like, "I need to play that again." We both played that game a couple times on like 360, and then when they they did that like new next gen version Definitive of it a year later, we did it again. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> so, I'll play it again. So that was one of those like, yeah, I guess I will buy this brand new price once again. It's so it. good. <laughs> I found my collector's edition of the 360 version the other day. I think I still have that too. Didn't that come? Was it how big was the box? Like this big? It's not big. It's like a tin. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, I found it because my my girlfriend must have opened one of my boxes and was using it as a doorstop for the fucking guest <laughs> room. And I looked down, I'm like, oh shit, that's the the team. I I keep meaning to bring it back down. I think here, I know where my shelf. Is. I think it's in the other room. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's uh, that is Ain't, a great. All right. Great so game. now that we did this, where's the Angel of Darkness remake? <laughs> well, so what was the fourth game called? Because the rumor now is that people dug through the, the files of this last, remaster. The last revelation. Okay, and I think that's it. That, wasn't PS2. it on Dreamcast? I think it, the that was on Dreamcast. So the rumors is that I saw people dug through the files and they think that they're going to add the fourth game as DLC. DLC, it, you could. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing, remember, there's no physical version of this. This well, was a digital only release. So. Well, well, the other thing about that, that I, you know, the bad thing about that too, where there's no platinum trophy for that game on PS5. Yeah. Because that game technically has no trophies, but it has six DLCs that have trophies. <laughs> It's fucking wild because on PS4 it has a platinum. Cause I the saw way, that because the way the structure works, it can't not have one. Yeah. But so a lot of people are very like on the trophy boards I'm on. People are pissed about the PS5 yeah. version of this game because like That's you dumb. can't even just put one trophy in there that is like for each game for so each there game would be or like something. Four. That that game combined since it has six DLCs yeah. has something like 260 something trophies. There's a lot it of achievements for it. Yeah, it's That's it's insane. ridiculous. It's beat the whole game. It's collect everything. It's time trial everything. It is. I looked at all that. And said, nope, I'm just going to play these. No, that's fun. the kind of game I would not. I would not try to do it. No. Um, and then we. I think we talked about it maybe on the last episode. Episode before I was going through because it's. I got the itch to do Mass Effect again, so I've been playing Mass Effect uh, on the PlayStation this time. <laughs> so I platinum the first one. I went back and actually just finished that run, platinumed it. So the first game is completely done. I'm on the second one now because then I was like, well, I kind of want to start the second one. So I'm very early in the second one, um, but I'm enjoying playing through it once again. I, it's Mass Effect. There's not much yeah. more to say. <laughs> and then uh, and this will lead into to, to what you've been playing, too. But so you you have played more of this. You finished it. I have not. Right. Uh, the DLC for Final Fantasy seven uh, remake Intergrade, which is the UFI DLC. I actually started it today. I've only played maybe an hour of it. Yeah. So I, but I, I need to finish it before. What is it? Thursday? Thursday? The, yeah. What a weird day to put. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted it to come out on the 29th of February. I think, that's I think that might be part. That's what it is. Because that's the only logical explanation to put a game out on Thursday. But um, I need to finish it before then. But you say it's, it's only like four hours to do the story. If you're just so, going to play it, it's not. Yeah, I'm not going to do pretty, all that. It's pretty shakes. straight through. I went and did okay. all of the. Uh, I have all the trophies for the DLC, except for the final one, which I'll talk about in a minute. Okay. But um, so basically, yeah, it's it's. I like this DLC a lot for the story just because it's a it's a quick little like introduction to her character, I guess you'd say, because like we all know yeah. she exists, but in the first game you go through that really bizarre thing where 
you know, you go into a forest and you run into her and then you have to answer these questions correctly and she yeah. joins your team and then you go to Wu-Tai and all that other stuff. But you don't really get a ton of backstory from her other than when you go Not to at all. Wu-Tai stuff. This is great because it's kind of like what she was doing this like in between the rest of the game. Before like, that. Yeah, yeah. So you run across, you come across like, um, Jess, it's right after the bombing where Cloud disappears. Yeah, because I just so, yeah. where I left off was I got to the cutscene where Tifa and Barrett come back and, and they're like, like, "Where's yeah?" He can, he's he's probably not dead, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and then you know, it the rest of it takes place up until the bombing of the plate. Okay. And that's kind of where it ends. Okay. Um, so it's it's a really cool like side thing and it's fun because it, it throws in other characters again like Scarlet's a big part of this DLC which is fun yeah 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 um, to give I guess to give her more backstory because you only get kind of glimpses of her in the in the original um, you know up until and she's a big part of the Junon part of the story too yeah. when you get to like Diamond Weapon and stuff um, yeah it's fun like it's it's the gameplay is interesting because it's the same but different because she controls very different than she's very different yeah, than, than, than Cloud and some but other characters once you learn how she works she is insanely powerful and once you get yes. the guy with you <laughs> and they can do these like synergy things combined they are crazy because isn't that a big part of rebirth is this synergy stuff yes yeah okay. yeah so we'll talk about that in a little bit too because okay. i did play the rest of that demo okay. but um yeah so the ufi thing it's funny because like so i beat it i beat it on normal and hard because i had to do that for trophies and stuff i really didn't think the game was that hard like in terms of the story content and stuff you do because again they're they're wildly powerful okay. and as long as you do it correctly and, and, and yeah i haven't had any problems properly, with battles or anything no you don't and you and to be fair like you start at level 25 and you level up faster yeah. and they give you different material that helps you level faster in this um but i was just i was really excited for the story and then to see you know, it gives you more of a reason for why she joins you in the first place. Yeah. Like it actually, there is a backstory to why she cares and what she's doing. Um, so that was fun. The only, the only trophy I haven't beaten is this game has a weird thing where when you beat the DLC, it unlocks a fight in the main game. Okay. Because, you know, in theory, this is, before the end of the main game. So it kind of makes For sense. sure. And it unlocks like a VR mission fight against Weiss, who's like that fight. I've tried it twice so far and I just clearly have to go in and like restructure myself, but it is insane. He nonstop attacks. He's constantly, <laughs> and he's always going like he has two different attacks. You kind of have to like block them certain ways. It, it almost turns into, you know, it's not as bad as this, but like a dark souls fight where it's like, you have to do it correctly. And okay. there's only really you have one to know or couple. the pattern basically. Yes, and you have to be able to react to the pattern pretty quick. Okay. And then not only that, but you have to be geared properly. And then not only that, you have to do it properly. Um, because it's all about staggering this guy. It's not about okay. It's not about living because you're not going to live super long. It's about getting him to a point where you can blitz him to death. So I gotta. I got to get that done in the next couple of days. We'll see if you I give do. me flashbacks of the, 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 I, I think of the two fuckers in the first dark souls, like the sun and the moon guy. Yeah. The twins, just, that boss fight. You constantly sucks. have to be like paying attention. You, you, you have know? to be paying yes. attention to one of them or the you other one. Yeah. You have to react to one attack one way and one attack a different way. And if you mess yeah. it up, it's going to hurt. Exactly. So, 
Um, but it's interesting that that lets that they let you play that fight with like cloud and, and defense stuff. It's kind of a weird thing for them to do. But, yeah. Um, so that's but other than that, like the story for that is done. But then I did play the second part of the demo, um, which again told myself I wasn't gonna, but of course I'm going to. <laughs> um, but the the reason I really wanted to play this one as opposed to the last one is this is where they finally kind of show you some of the open world stuff. Okay. And like what it's going to be like. Um, yeah. They, they do even say like when you boot it, like this is a very trimmed down version of it. And we're going to kind of show you some highlights. We're not going to ruin it for you. Um, so I got to ride my chocobo. I got to see red ride his chocobo, which still looks real. It's fucking so weird. weird. It's um, so weird. The, you, it's like right after you, you're, you're leading up to the fishing village. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Where it's like under Junon and you have to do like the dolphin stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I know it's, I don't it's, remember the name of it. It's but. getting from the mine to this place. Okay. So you're, but they give you like an, an area to explore. And then there's like little, um, I guess you would call them hunts where it's like fight these certain enemies and fight them That's certain cool. ways. And as you're fighting, whoever three people you are, the other two people are there. They're kind of walking around, like around the outside of like where you're fighting. So it's kind of neat that you get to see them. Yeah. Um, there are fast travel points, which is weird in a Final Fantasy game, but okay. Um, but <laughs> there are like little weird. like chocobo rest stops, and you get to, That's um, cool. you know, like 15, obviously like 15 had it, but like you don't think about fast travel in terms of Final Fantasy 7. No, you don't. And um, <laughs> so you have to like, you know, fix this rest stop by like putting the sign back up, and then there's benches okay. you can sit on and there cool. and stuff. It's just little tiny things, and like there isn't, there is a version of like exploring like this, this area was big, but it wasn't like crazy big. Sure. So I don't know what, how big an area can be, but there are places you can walk around and you can just kind of look at stuff. And there's just, you know, you can walk down here. There's nothing to do down here, but you can walk down here if you want. (laughs) Um, there's like crafting materials and stuff to find. So you can like make potions. You can make potions that heal everybody at the same time. You can do like one that's like a mix of a potion and an ether at the same time by like getting okay. these materials and making stuff. And then of course, like you have a level of making stuff, so you can level that up by making. Stuff. Like, there's a lot of systems going on as usual. Um, I think I think there was even like a thing where you can kind of like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I didn't mess around with it too much, but like you can kind of like make material. Okay. Or like you know, like fuse things where like you can make one that's like. Instead of just having fire or ice, it's fire and ice Ooh, that's in neat. one slot, okay. which is really cool. Um, so Tell me it's, about the synergy. Well, that's just basically it's just everybody has like dual attacks and stuff they can okay. do. Okay. So you can that's that's its own button now on the controller, which was tough to get used to. I haven't played the last game not too long ago and yeah learning all that stuff that's gonna be a little Um, weird yeah it's a little weird but you know everything takes time and and to be fair this is a i don't want to say like a decent part way through the game but it's it's farther than the beginning you know so like you're at you're supposed to be at a certain point by this um but basically you're running through this little area and then eventually you make it to like a little fishing village and you get a another little cutscene about it and uh I won't I won't say too much about what happens in there, but eventually that ends with the fight against that uh that like terror of the deep enemy, that like giant fish enemy yeah. thing that comes up. Okay. That's the final fight of that area. And that fight's pretty nuts, which okay. is cool. Because like it's got a lot um, of different mechanics for it. But okay. um yeah, I mean I mean I'm I can't I'm so excited for this game. It's I'm crazy. most excited to see the gold saucer. Me too. And Costa del Sol. 
Oh yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing everybody's losing their minds about. <laughs> everybody's losing their minds yeah. because of Tifa and a bikini. The bikini yeah, <laughs> that's, I've seen nothing but memes of that all week. That's all. I'm at, it's all anyone. I am about. super excited for that's that. That's just everything about it. Like it's, you know, the reviews are. I don't want to say all over the place, but like there's eights and nines and obviously tens floated around. Like there are some people complaining about like the the one I hated the most was this game was never supposed to be this long. Well, then maybe it's not for you. Like, I want like, this game to be as long as possible. Yeah, like it doesn't. So all they're doing is they're fleshing out the story of that game, right? In a more modern sense. What if they had never so, made the first one? Would this be? Yeah. This would, just <laughs> would be, that matter? Yeah. This would just be par for the course for every other game series that's ever released. If they never, this game had never. If existed they're going before. to expand it at this level, it now makes more sense why it's a three-part game. Yes. Oh God, yeah. One. Just a little so. part I played makes sense as to why it's so fucking big. I mean, now. for years we've made fun of you know them splitting it into multiple parts, but now it well, makes it's sense. Kind of funny, but it is funny when like, you see it in action and see it realized, and like even just the demo part I played. Like yeah, I kind of I kind of get it. And they did shoot themselves in the foot calling the first part remake. That was so, a, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> like it's now it's rebirth and like no, I, that'll get retconned when they finally is that yeah, the last one? Revengeance <laughs> or you know resident so, evil. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think I think they'll retcon that first one when they finally have all of them out and they can release it as a package. I think they will too. On six discs or whatever it's going to be on. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, uh, it's I had remembered that I had bought because when remake came out, that was like right at the start of the pandemic. I wasn't like two days after the pandemic technically kind of started where we were all sent home when the first God, one it came was out. right in there. Wasn't it was it? right in there mm-hmm. to the point that it was it was difficult if you had ordered like on Amazon to get a physical copy. So yeah. I bought that game digitally. So that was like this time I was like, if, if I'm already one part of this digital, the whole thing might as well be digital. So I bought a digital copy on PlayStation, yeah. but you cannot preload that game until Tuesday. I'm not surprised, but I can't preload it until I finish and delete final fantasy seven, uh, remake. Yeah, so you're that's a hundred gigs. And then I'll have to see, cause I believe it's 150 gig install. I read. I think so. so. Cause again, it's two discs. So wow. Uh, you're you. So you will be in the unique position to tell us how the disc installation is the next time. We record. Yeah, I'm wondering I'm, <laughs> like, is there, there's it's no going to be like Cyberpunk. dual disc PS five, right? It's going to be like cyberpunk. So what I bet you it does is install, install the disc. first disc. It'll tell you, hey, install the second disc. And then it'll tell you, put the first disc into play. Yeah. Because that's how it'll work. Is there a dual disc PS5 game yet? No. And the only Xbox Cause, one. Because remember, cyberpunk is only one disc on PlayStation. Cyber, well, yeah, because cyberpunk, well, they never made it for PS5. It was just an update. PS4. Right. Yeah. So, but it is two discs on Xbox. So, um, that wraps up what I've been playing and, and pretty much I think what you've been playing and mm-hmm. uh, Matt, I think, I mean, have you played anything besides Helldivers nope. at no. all? <laughs> well, no. I mean, uh, the weekend where they were having real bad server problems, I I played a little bit of Power World and uh, some more into like Warzone and kind of just like poked around and stuff like that, but nothing like super serious because I was like... I will- Really wanted to get back. I will tell you, I've watched my girlfriend play a lot of Bro Force past couple days, (laughs) to the point that I've seen probably everything there is to see about that game. That game is so funny, man. It's great. Bro Force was hilarious. (laughs) It is a great game. She's she's is is Satan the final boss because that's where she is. I believe so. Okay, so she's at the end of that game. 
So because that's what I saw today. And I was like, okay, it kind of seems like we're at the end of this. Yeah, that's where I got to in the last round. I think that because I downloaded it for the Xbox on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. And I was playing it on the PS4. So I believe on my PS4, I've made it to the I've made it to Satan. But he's like. He's I'm sure there's like six forms and like yeah <laughs> different. So I was like, no, nah, I'm out. Like I don't want to play right now. I'm I'm getting <laughs> angry at this game. So, but it, it's still it's a it's a cool game. Real mm-hmm. quick, I don't think you put this in in news or anything like that. But okay, this Hell Divers on Xbox petition stuff is fucking stupid, right? <laughs> it's dumb. Like, so here's my thing: it, it's dumb because it, it won't like, happen. It's not going to happen because it's I, as Matt and I were talking about yesterday when we were playing. I'm pretty like I'm like 100 percent sure it's a PlayStation exclusive game. It's a Sony, it's a, Sony, it's game. a Sony Studio. Yeah. Like when you load that game on PC, it literally comes up as this PlayStation Studios. Yes. So I don't think it would happen. I, at the same time, like I mean, if you want to make more money, you could you could put it out there. So I would say here's what I would say. I don't think it would happen, but if there's ever been a time where I could see it happen, it's right now because of all the other shit that's going on. But I don't think it will happen. I don't think I don't. If anything, I think all of the shit that's going on now prevents it from happening because yeah. Sony is in a mood now where it's like Microsoft has to cave and put this shit on our systems to keep going. Yeah. And we yeah. know we don't have to, especially if a game like this hits as hard as it does when when they really haven't had something hit in a while. Like yeah. they're not gonna, they're not gonna <laughs> give it up. PC is oh, enough for know. them, I think. Right now, well, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll talk that. about yeah. that. But yeah, so, but we get we can go ahead and kick off news uh, with my first fun article, which is that Immortals of Avium cost 125 million dollars, and it failed. And it failed. Uh, I uh, let me say this: I bought it digitally, the deluxe version. They did one of these like weird flash sales on the Xbox. Yeah, where it was six ninety nine. Damn, over the Damn. holidays, and I I, I bought it because it was six ninety nine. I said I'll look at it one day for that price. <laughs> like this game so. just like a lot of problems with it. Like remember, it was barely talked about before it came out. Then they, they kind of they they did no like hype. That one like hype thing for it, and then it came out a couple months later, and we even talked about it. And I clearly remember us me, at least me saying that like there's no chance. I remember saying like, oh, maybe I'll look at it on Black Friday and sure. then I kind of forgot about it. And then, like I said, that sale came up where I saw people post on Reddit like it's six ninety nine. Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> and then I went and looked and I was like, all right. And I did it. So at some point I will look at at some point this year, I will look at it. Um, But just it's this is the worst time of year right now. Maybe I should to, go to look at maybe I should go wish list it and wait for it to come down to six ninety nine. I would imagine it would have to on PlayStation <laughs> but it's just as like, well. This game never had a chance. First person, single player, unknown IP about like magic and stuff. No chance. No chance. Um, so, so Sony obviously has had a lot of different articles come out. Um, obviously, the first one I'll read, I'll go off of here is they're going to get into more day one PC releases after the success of Helldivers. Not a surprise. Weird. <laughs> Weird that this game took off. So they're going to no explore way. that option more. And I do think going forward, like, I think we will get to a point where you're going to see something like Horizon 3 is on PC day whatever one. Whatever they, whatever can be on PC day one, I think they'll will be. I think they'll do it because it makes sense. There'll be some things that, like, just can't be. For sure. Know? And just yeah. what, what, whatever the development or whatever. But. 
Um, they've also come out. They, they predict a slide in PS5 sales this year, specifically because they don't have any major existing IPs planned oh. until after March of next year. No way. So they're not going to have any major like first party sequels. I think the first thing you probably will get is probably Death Stranding Two, right? Like that's kind of uh, the only known I mean, quantity. If that's the next thing, that's weird because that's very far away. <laughs> like, that, like that's just it's. What a weird generation it's been. It's been odd. It's, very it's been really weird of like a lot of like non fires and, and like. It's also weird. It's also weird too for that for this to be a thing when th- their biggest banking thing or like their biggest thing has always been like our PlayStation games are like see we have first party titles because we always make fun of Xbox for Halo's not out Fable who knows where Fable is Perfect Dark's <laughs> dead all this other you know like there's no for gears. Sure. But PlayStation has always been like that. There has not been another. PlayStation always we've we've got first party titles, but then you look at you start to look at it and go, okay, well, one of them is Last of Us Two Remaster. One of them is Last of Us One Remaster. Uh, Got a worse sequel. Got a worse sequel, like Horizon sequel. Do they really have that many first party titles? Like your your next game is Rise of Ronin. That would be first party. But like that's we're stretching to find like actual exactly first yeah. party stuff, uh, and I think when you think of first party stuff, you think of like where's Ratchet and Clank, where's <laughs> Ratchet and Clank did not do well the no, last one, but like but you, that's not going to prevent that game from existing. No, they'll make and it's because and it's because that you know Spider Man like they they moved Insomniac to Spider Man too. Where's Infamous stuck on the PS4 launch? That's where Infamous is. That was the last one, right? Yes. That was the second Son. Second Son is the last I Infamous played. game. I like, you, know, if you don't count First Light because it's, it's basically that game. But. It's weird, but at the same time, it makes sense because they're just the Marvel studio yeah. now. So now they're, they're the Wolverine. Now they're on Wolverine and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, where's Resistance? Well, it's dead that's, because that's they were dead. making Horizon. Like, they used to be the studio that had all this stuff. Remember when people couldn't wait for Gran Turismo games? <laughs> And now it's like they that's come the one and they thing that Microsoft go. has kind of stolen from yes, them. They did. They stole racing, racing like um, in a very big way. But GT games kind of come and go and they're delayed to hell. And mm-hmm. on the PS3, we released one that was a fucking demo for full price and then never put out the game for years. <laughs> then they had Drive Club, which not Gran Turismo, but no, I, it was, it was a very big misfire for I a while. I forget about Drive Club because it was just so, such a uh, miss. That was supposed to hold people over for well, Gran and then Turismo. Now, and now now it's you know they're they're still talking about like well we're still evaluating what live service games are it's like uh, hell divers hell divers is, is a good example of yes, what it can be but i think it's going to prove to them that oh this is all we should do and they're going to fuck up the other way because remember the other big reason hell divers is, is a success is because it's 40 dollars yeah. yeah it's half the price of a game it is it's not a full seventy dollars. That right. would have been a bigger you pill could to swallow. Me. I think this game is worth seventy dollars. Oh, I do too. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like I, I, I find part. more value in this game than some other big seventy dollars games Suicide I've purchased. Squad should have been forty dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> and this should have been 70. destined to be forty pretty soon. God, man, it's just um, yeah. It's the, the, not having first party stuff and and coming out and saying we're not going to have it until twenty five. Weird move. That's so far away. So strange. Weird move. Especially with the Final Fantasy VII thing, like, are we even sure that that's locked on PlayStation anymore? That stupid trailer said for three months. But I mean, does that mean PC? 
I would imagine that means PC. It's got to be PC. I'm, I, I am surprised that we've gotten this far into like Microsoft repairing their broken relationship with Square, and they have not announced Final Fantasy VII remake coming to Game Pass or something like I don't putting think it would, out. Maybe you don't do that until after the second one's out. Maybe. So, maybe. But it's it's weird. But I, I will say from everything I've read, I've not checked it out. I don't think I will because I, I don't have time to invest either. in fourteen yeah, yeah. on Xbox. Fourteen but, betas out. Yeah. Um, it's doing really well. I'm so, sure it is. I mean, and it's, it plays really well, but it should. We're talking about <laughs> next a PC, system, a, yeah. a PC game from eight years ago. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's not you know longer, but but you know the thing that at least with PlayStation, the thing that they can at least fall back and rely on are third party games that don't come to the Xbox. They have a mm-hmm. lot of that, mm-hmm. so. A lot of it, like my next news article, <laughs> which is East 10 Nordics is set for a fall 2024 release. I'm excited. Well, means you, I got to play you, mine. Means yeah. you need to play mine. I need to go back and finish <laughs> yeah. it. Um, I'm more excited about this one than Monster. What is it? Monster. Monster. Okay. Yes. Um, that one's a little weird as, as far as the story, but this one is looking cool. It's you and a, uh, there's a chick character you can play as as well. Like the, there, it's like, a obviously you can play as any well, character. Eight, that remember they have, eight but, was kind of you know, like that though. We're like, yeah. you played as Dana for a while for exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, it's looking cool. Um, they, they didn't give an exact date, just fall. So yeah, just I'm excited. Nine. I mean, you and I, we talked about it before, but like eight is, Eight is an incredible game. Somehow one of my favorite RPGs I've ever played. It is. It's an incredible game. Yeah. (laughs) And like I said, nine is very good too. The thing that is weird though, and this is, this is the other thing. And we'll, we'll, I will touch more on this when we get later into the news, but this is still a PS4 game. Yeah. Well, well, we're going to talk about that a little bit further in the news. So, um, Embracer warns of more layoffs despite already letting go, you know, about 1,400 staff. What is between various I, place? A lot of a lot of games guy can't. They bought too many things. It's just it's all buyers. That's, that's what remorse, it is, right? Like it was it just is. like we bought everything. Oh, for sure. We can't make anything. They can, like here's the thing. They canceled a new Deus Ex entry, which probably would have sold okay. I would think. I don't know. I think there's a line where maybe that doesn't because, like, in theory, that's a cyberpunk game and cyberpunk had some problems and true yeah you know and maybe there wouldn't be the excitement now post cyberpunk that there would have been pre yeah so um but it's a bummer still because those two games i like the old asx too but like those two newer ones were good it's also one of those things too where like they just clearly have no clue what they're doing they don't have no idea what they're doing they own gearbox right isn't Gearbox one so. of them now? I think so. Or is Gearbox somebody else? But like, like I get that like three men might not have done what they want, but like you got a movie coming out. Isn't it time to start talking about four? Like their four has to exist. Weird. I'm has sure it's exist. being worked on. I'm sure it's being worked on. I, I would, uh, here's what I'll say. I think by the time that movie comes out, that comes out what in August, August, yeah. You will hear about a Borderlands Four or whatever it's called, mm. something because right? I, you have to build off of that movie in a way. So, um, this I thought was interesting. I threw it in here. Obviously, it's a, I pretty. It, I want to say it was posted by Jason Trier, so it's probably true if that guy's posted it. Uh, Nintendo Switch Two has reportedly been delayed to early months of 2025, which means probably like March of next year. Sure, yeah. Um, that puts it at what? That puts it at what? Eight years? 
the Switch will be out eight years. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. that is the longest a Nintendo console has been out without another one existing, right? That'd be the, close. NES. We- NES obviously was still out, but the Super Nintendo came out what ninety or ninety one? That came out ninety three. Okay, no ninety. No, I think you're right. Ninety one. I was ninety one. So, but it's still like they were still making NES games when the Super oh, Nintendo for a was out. More years. Yeah. So yeah, ninety one for the SNES. Sixty four. Ninety six. I think right. No, later than that. Ninety. I don't want to say because ninety eight, ninety six. Though you might be right because I would have got it in like ninety eight. GameCube is two thousand one. I know that ninety six. Yeah. Okay. We I remember was, saving to get a, a we have still a game so. crazy. So yeah, that would have only been six or seven years. Wii U was when I went to the store, so that would have only been a couple years. Yeah, I mean eight years is a long time for Nintendo. But remember, this is also the yeah. first one that's a handheld and a con and a thing. They were always bouncing back and forth. True. DS is in between, Game Boy Advance is in between. Game Boys, yeah. Three yeah. DS is in between. This has kind uh, of been their only thing for you they, know what though like the they, hype for the next system is just going to be nuts anyway like oh it the is next for system sure. sells out day one in an hour and no matter what oh doesn't for sure. matter what it is for sure and i'll luckily i'll hopefully my friend still works on 25 so i can still get one but <laughs> um yeah that's the, the thing, hope <laughs> but the thing is too, it's like how what is it gonna be do you need one day one because historically nintendo launch titles Outside of maybe one game, Zelda are trash. The, the yeah, like launch was they, bad. I Very don't, bad. I, I don't even know what the Wii U launch was because I didn't. That was like one of the only Nintendo systems I was not into at launch. The I Wii, just kind of the Wii launch was it. Zelda Red Steel. Yeah, and Wii Red Sports that you got for free, which they Wii Sports they should have sold for fifty bucks separate. They're idiots, but they um, are dumb. They were dumb for that. Can you imagine the amount of money they would have made having Wii Sports oh, to buy it? Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So it's the eight years is is a long time, but. You know, well, I probably buy one day one. I'm leaning probably. towards probably, but again, if unless there's like a game that is Switch Two only, Odyssey Two. If they're smart, it's Switch Two only. But I think they would still be like, it's on Switch Two, and it's just a bad version of it, like Twilight Princess and stuff. Although the GameCube version is better, but um, yeah, I think I don't know. Like the other thing too is I always hate this kind of because it's like you know it's delayed until 25. Delayed from what? What date was it delayed? From? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was never. Yeah, they it's never announced anything. That's when it releases. There's a difference. Yeah. I hate it when <laughs> things do that. It's like, well, we thought maybe it was coming out in September, so it's been delayed. No, it's no. never been delayed. Yeah, Nintendo hasn't even confirmed it's real. <laughs> That's for sure. They, yeah. they have not. They have not. So, well, let's get into the Xbox stuff because there's a lot. They had their business update. And it was a, the business update was really a bunch of nothing, honestly. Like it, yeah. not what people like. It was not the doom and gloom people expected, or, or the industry seemed like they even wanted it. There was a lot of people out there that just really seemed like they wanted it to be the end. For I don't know why, but yeah, um, they we do now we now know what the four games are because those have been announced. Some of them are I think Pentiment is even out on Switch. Uh, it's already out um, on both. Yeah, Sea of Thieves is coming to playstation in april um what is it hi-fi rush is out next month on playstation which was the weird one i everybody pegged that for switch but it's coming to playstation and then uh the ground uh, grounded is on the switch 
So those were your four games. Um, and they, they were very clear. So I will say they were very clear, but they were not crystal clear. Well, and that's the, the that's the big thing. But here's like, why. So people were pissed because they didn't say the names of the games. They didn't say this. They didn't say that. And it's because they couldn't. Because some of this stuff was already slated to be announced later at the Nintendo at the Nintendo, yeah. at the Nintendo thing, and this business podcasting probably wasn't supposed to go up when it did. Yeah, it was I don't probably so supposed to be after I everything else. I don't even think it probably would have been a podcast. I think it would have just been a fucking a press shorter release. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think it turned into a podcast because of the internet meltdown. Right. Getting to the point where but you know they clearly, were going to be a Sega, and but pull clearly out. like grounded and um, Pentiment were scheduled for this Nintendo thing. They were, and that's yeah, why they, they couldn't say it. And if they're not going to sure. say those two games, they're not going to say the other two games. Yeah, because there's already plans in place. They probably they probably didn't say it because they had a deal with Nintendo to not say it. I would imagine so. Yeah. The biggest thing that people are throwing a fit about now is like it was very clear at the business update that Phil Spencer said no to Starfield and Indy right now. But then later on, but again, but then later on when he was interviewed, he basically said never say never. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) people are mad about that. Imagine imagine a year ago if 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 is grounded coming to switch they would have told you no no but it's a game that makes a lot of sense for the switch if you if mm-hmm. for what it is mm-hmm. just like see if he makes a lot of sense to be on the one other platform it's not on because yes. it is a very big i looked at the numbers uh, of all the game pass numbers they put out like a little picture that is the highest game that people play on game pass yeah. in terms of like it's like 35 million people so Damn. it's a insane number. So yeah, you do want that on that one platform that has a lot of people on it. So <laughs> you would be dumb not to do that. Um, they did through all this. They did announce they're going to have a June 2024 showcase. So, you know, obviously they'll be showing that. Um, That's probably has, like fable and stuff you would think, right? I think you're going to see fable again. I don't, I think if they do any kind of date, it's 2025. Sure. It's not I'm not year. saying it comes out this year, but I think that that's when they talk. I about think you see again. a lot more of it. Yeah. Yes. Play. I'm playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think this might be, you will see someone with a controller in their hand actually playing fable. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot more to show of it. Um, what else they have? I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you, let me ask this. I'll ask this question because I ask it every time. Do you think this year, this showcase, we talk about Perfect Dark, or do you think it's no, just dead? I told you last episode. <laughs> you think it's just I think it's gone. Like, you, like I, I would I, like to see it, but I, what it, what even would it be now? You know, I hate, I hate it because I think that what they would want it to be is, I don't think live service is the right word, but I think they would want it to be overwatch-esque yeah you know what i mean or like team multiplayer focus it's a multiplayer game and single player whatever single player game that's tied into the multiplayer like titanfall or some shit which either make it one or the other but i think i i honestly think that like a game like indiana jones being a single player adventure hurts that game from existing a little bit because i don't think they want to make another just single player single player game thing for sure which sucks because 
to be truthful, like even though Perfect Dark had fantastic multiplayer on the 64, and I'll die on the hill that it's a better game than GoldenEye in every single way. Oh, no. I agree. Like, 100%. it is by far a better game. I played more. I, no, I would say I played more than Goldeneye, but I played a lot of. We Perfect played a Dark. shitload of it because it had bots the whole summer on yeah. the Nintendo sixty four. It had fucking bots. Did every day that summer. <laughs> yeah, so we played it all the time. Yeah, but at its core, I loved the single player game. How you know? Not not even single player. The co op aspect of that. Game. Yeah, co-op's like that game good. in co op, and it's really good. The, even Perfect Dark Zero. I'll, I'll admit, not a great, not game. a great game. I love it. It had full co-op, and it was fun to play co-op. Multiplayer in that game was the secondary thing. But they wanted. I worried that it's the kind of game where they're like, "Well, how can we make money on this game for a year, two years? You can't. Yeah. It's perfect dark. It's yeah. a game pass. Game. You can't make money on it. It either exists to be a single player adventure, or it doesn't exist." Do you do you think this is the the showcase where we talk about gears again? At least a teaser, a cog a comes teaser. up and it turns or cool. something. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Let me go. Well, I'll go one step further. Do you think that they finally announced this goddamn collection that probably does exist? Because I've heard enough about it for the past like year and a half. Probably. Do you think it's all of them, or do you think they split it in two? I think it's one through three. Okay. I don't think it's four or five because those are very easy to play on a modern system. And it's also not done because like even six would be the next, it would be done. So do you do, do you do judgment and it's just a master chief collection? That's all four. I, I think it's one through three. And if they do anything with judgment, it's added later. I don't think it's because that's a different team that made that. That was, that was the people that made bullet storm, made made judgment and judgment is not a good game. No, it's not good. (laughs) As someone who has played through it, not good uh, in comparison, but But I think a one through three, like master chief style collection would be that horde mode and all the multiplayer maps. And and it it would bring back gears in a a good way. Chainsaw glitch. Don't fix any of those glitches from the, the first one. I yeah. want to be able, I want to be able to do that cowabunga backflip yeah, leave it. onto that building. Leave that in the game, please. Um, yeah, maybe <laughs> I could I could see that. I could see maybe it would. Maybe. So here's here's the dream then, right? So then it's you know that we announce that and it's coming. Mm-hmm. Let's say this for early collection. early twenty five or something, okay. right? But then at the end of that, it fades to black. Get your teaser and then, for and six. Then a chainsaw revs. And like a thing, like the cog shows up and there's just like a six written in blood or something. And it comes out, you know, something stupid like that. So I think maybe that's the thing, but then I could definitely see that, but then don't, but I also would not date it. I wouldn't say, no, we're going to talk about it. I wouldn't say any fucking anything. Just don't start because here's the thing. It would be really odd to me if we go this entire council generation uh, for Xbox without anything from gears. It's weird. It'd be really weird. That's one of their biggest pillars. Well, and then, Halo and then again, and if yeah. we just Master Chief Collection thing, you just you don't make a physical disc of it. It's a digital thing. It's on Game Pass. There you go. Yeah, and that's buy again, separate for a lot of people. Buy. For a lot of people, that's a big sell to get Game Pass. If yes. You don't have it. Oh, I love Gears oh, of yeah. War ten years ago I'm or at whatever. The point you now, know? like we've discussed this enough, and like I'm, I'm just kind of over it, man. Like just. <laughs> digital gamepad fine it's fine yeah that's what your system is and that's what your system is it's fine it's 2024 it's okay um on the back of that the last 
like piece that came out of that business update is that the first Activision game to hit Game Pass mm. will be Diablo 4 on March 28th. It's crazy. Which for which me I'm excited because that means it will be play anywhere with PC and I want to play it on PC. So yeah. I'll be able to transfer my save over and continue there. Um they did also in this interview that came out after it's very clear that it really seems like this year's Call of Duty is going to be day and date on Game Pass. That's yeah, crazy too. So and I mean again, if I were them, I would do, do it. it. Just do it. Yeah. I would do it. Because again, what what is the average what is the average Call of Duty person going to say? Seventy dollars or fifteen? Yeah, right. Do it. <laughs> so, um, and then the weirdest thing that came out of all this and that that article that came out after is uh, Phil Spencer kind of denied the whole digital shift and just said they're still supportive of physical media. I think that's just kind of a push aside. To get through the rest of this generation. Well, there's support if somebody else like Limited Run Games makes it. Yeah. Right. I think that's what. Because obviously, like, Pendiment's on there, Hi Fi Rush is on there now. Like, why? I, I mean, if you're Microsoft and you can have some other company do it for you at this point, yeah, why don't you guys sure. just do it for us? Exactly. For sure. It makes sense for everybody involved. You really want it, you know where to get it. <laughs> yeah. You get it from a terrible um, company, but that's where you get it from. <laughs> and then the last the last thing we can go over i pulled one big thing out of this article but there was the nintendo direct which we can go over for me the biggest thing that came out of this something i've been been begging for for what two three years now since it came out put shin megami Tensei 5 on other consoles because the switch version is is bad like fr- bad visuals, wow. bad frame rate. It is finally, they're getting a new version, kind of like what they did Persona 5. They did Persona 5 Royal. This is called uh, Shimigami Tensei 5 Vengeance. It is confirmed for everything. So they're even putting this out on Switch, but it's coming to PlayStation. It's coming nice. to Xbox and PC the same day as the fucking Elden Ring DLC. So June oh. 21st. Um, I'm not going to play that Elden Ring DLC right away anyways. So... But uh, June twenty first is when it comes out, so I'm I am super excited to finally play that game. I I played my most played 3ds game was Shin Megami Tensei four. I put a shit ton of time into that game. It's an amazing RPG. So I finally will get to play that. But we can go over what was it the Nintendo Direct? This wasn't your standard Nintendo Direct. Like this was all third party stuff. I laughed because um, I was reading like reactions to it and everybody or like predictions for it on some like you know like facebook groups, stupid facebook groups i'm in and they're yeah. like what do you predict's gonna be at this thing and everybody's like zelda mario it's like boy are you gonna be disappointed because you're not paying attention <laughs> to what's happening exactly like exactly this is specifically for other things um so obviously we've, we've already talked about those xbox games like grounded and pentiment are coming to the switch um ender what is it ender magnolia it's a it's set within the world of that ender lilies game i don't know if you ever looked at that game it's a metroidvania it looks pretty cool um what is this like there's a lot of weird stuff yeah a ranger role puzzling adventure uh one that's in here that i am excited about i actually do have this reserved a physical copy because it's an atlas game unicorn overlord Mm -hmm. looks really cool it's out march 8th looks neat um, I need to play the demo. So there's a demo that came out. It's out on the demo's out on everything. It's not, and this okay. game is yeah, not, I on saw it on it's the not just Switch. Yeah, yeah. So I need to play it. Um, but I'm actually really looking forward to that. It's just at a weird time because, of course, it's like what two weeks after Rebirth and two weeks before fucking Dragon's Dogma. So, but uh, I am. That's a game I'm going to get because it's an Atlas game and put on my shelf and play later because. 
that's going to dry up fast. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know that. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories, um, the spinoff of Monster Hunter. It's also coming to PS4 and PC yeah, that's as a well. Cool one, like for the 3DS it one is. to come on like PS4 and stuff like it's all just one, hype for the new Monster Hunter game. One that right? I would have never expected that was just kind of this thrown weird. in here. Yeah, this is weird. Uh, and I laughed at when I saw, but like, it's, I mean, it's good because it was an interesting game. Is uh, Epic Mickey rebrushed? So they're doing a, a remaster of that, which, like, that was an interesting game when it came out. Um, the, the only problem I have with this game is, like, is this going to be full price? I don't. I it, would be surprised. It better not be. For a remake of a Wii game from, what, 2010? It better not be. I would be surprised, but we'll see. Uh, I already talked about Shin Megami. Uh, The other big one that people are really excited about, but there has been some scuttle about this too. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. So these are the original Battlefront Battlefront 2, complete with with online like 64-player multiplayer. I did read that the company behind this remaster may or may not have lifted some mods and put them into this game. So there's some scuttle about that. Um, but putting that aside, people love those original Battlefront They're games. Gonna, that, yeah. It's going to sell like sell crazy. Like crazy. It's not full price either. No, I believe it's like forty yeah. or fifty. It's going to so. sell like crazy. I think it'll be very popular for three to six months, I, and then I, like I, certain yeah. people will keep paying for it. And for, for right sure, uh, new sort of art online game uh i'm excited about a new gundam breaker game because i like gundam so i'll check that out that is also on playstation uh what is super monkey ball banana rumble is that a no it's a new game switch it? only new banana, okay. monkey ball game switch only i did i did i did see world of goo 2 which is exclusive to the switch sure it's kind of interesting and then uh that new fantasy girl or fantasy life game i should say because they made one but this is fantasy life i the girl who steals time sure. it's a weird title for that um the the dark souls with a crab game which <laughs> i'm gonna point out this game is also a game pass game day and date so oh, nice. okay. it's called another crab's treasure and that's i literally i i took the trailer i sent it to my girlfriend she's like what the what is this and i said dark souls with a crab <laughs> so she might she might check that out since it's on game pass uh penny's big breakaway which i read later is apparently it's from the makers of sonic mania so yes. yeah 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 they had, that might actually a trailer be... for that at um something a while ago it looks fun okay yeah those guys um, clearly know how to make like colorful, fun, well-made games. So, um, and some of these I'm just going to skip over because they're very little. But one of the other big ones, uh, Contra Operation Galaga. Yeah. Which, like, I are you even? Do you have any excitement about a new Contra it's game? A rem- or you- it's well, it's like it's supposed to be like the first one. Like, if they remade, made it now, yeah. Okay. Sure. I it's mean, on everything too. To okay. Point out. It's not just a Switch game. Yeah. Um, they announced the next titles that are coming to uh, Nintendo's online, which I mean, they're what we have Battletoads. Hey, I love Battle. RC Pro-Am, dude. RC yeah. Pro-Am is a good one. Killer RC Instinct, Pro-Am. the first one. If you have Blast the 64 Corp pack, Blast Corp is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Snake Rattle and Roll. But what, are, what, what about the other one they announced, Kyle? Oh, in For Japan. a different region. Japan gets Mother 3. Of course friend. they do. But not here. No. <laughs> we're not going to pay to translate that, and we're not going to just pay the people who made the free translation, you know, the people who said we could have it for free. We're not going to do that. So. And then the the other last thing that got announced that I think is cool 
but I will see how it runs on a switch. Now a new endless ocean, endless ocean. Are, luminous. Are neat. Like they're cool to just really like, it's a very chill. I think that's something my kids would really, like, I will actually. definitely mm. probably check it out. Yeah. So I don't know about the online component of that. That's cool great, though. But like, but it's cool that fun. it has like see other people like hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Like, so a fine, a fine third party Nintendo direct, because yes. again, these are a lot of these were games are coming to other platforms that you might not even known about it's well and it's also it's a good mix of stuff where like you get remakes of old classics new indie stuff like you know stuff that's coming to the system like yeah it's just it's a good for mix sure. of stuff for sure but that's gonna wrap up news um we can kick off we we do have some stuff to talk about in movies i'm gonna let you start this time movies and tv because you oh. you have seen I the saw hot movie that is out in theaters right hit. now that everyone is talking about this. Everyone was rushing to the theater. All six of us were there. <laughs> um, so I went and saw Madam Web. Uh, what, the day after it came out? It um, came out on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the day after. Like I said, there were six people in a theater that sits probably 150, maybe more. <laughs> Um, you know, shockingly enough that the people, cause we got our tickets first, the other four people decided to sit in front of us and behind us in an entire oh, empty fucking theater. Um, well, you probably sat in the middle and everybody wants middle, to sit. We were middle, like second row from screen. the top. So the yeah. these two girls oh. sat behind us and then these two people sat in front of it. Um, how do I even begin? I mean, people know. Like, let's let's start with that. Like, everybody knows. Everybody knows it's not it's, good. It's bad. Let's, let's put um, it there. But it's bad. And, like, if you've read reviews, they're all right. Like, I can't say any of them are wrong. Um, <laughs> the problem is, like, so as a Spider-Man fan, I feel obligated to see this shit, right? I go see it all. Like, I'll be there for Craven because I hate myself. But <laughs> this movie, it's not even, like... <laughs> Like obviously the dialogue's bad and other stuff. Like it's it's just made poorly. It's yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like it's just it's bad from a production standpoint. I've I've heard that the script like, is unintelligible, terrible. Specifically, the ADR they use on the bad guy is incredibly That's noticeable. Bad. It's bad, bad because it doesn't sound like he's there. Yeah. Um, mm. The the plot is nonsensical. There are plot holes <laughs> everywhere. And the only reason the movie even like continues is because people make really dumb decisions. And it's just nonstop. Like if they had stayed in one place for an hour, the whole movie is solved. And nothing happens. <laughs> um the pro- the main thing I have about this movie is so if you go back and you read like originally it was supposed to be well, maybe it's set in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Verse, and maybe well, that would make sense yeah. okay. why it's set where it is, right? Cool. Probably the best best idea, because it's set in 2003, and okay. boy, do they hammer that into your fucking head every <laughs> chance they get. She drives past a blockbuster. Wow. There's a Beyonce thing for her new album up here. Cool. Britney mm. Spears' Toxic is a main plot point in this movie. No joke. So... There, but then it got rewritten to remove any thing. There's no Spider-Man. Well, but did it? Because the game cannot, or the movie cannot help itself. It has to get in its own way. It has to constantly reference Spider-Man every chance it gets. Well, they probably think they're being clever. They think they're being like, well, because they are, because they're trying to be right. Because you, you told me you forgot Adam Scott was even in it. 
I didn't even know he was he's in it. He's Uncle yeah. fucking Ben. <laughs> Damn. It's crazy because like, but the thing is, is they don't say it. Right? You know what I mean? Like, they probably says, just say his name is Ben. His once. name is Ben. They don't say his last name. Okay. They insinuate that he and um, they they used to date at one point, but now he's seeing someone serious. And then okay. she asks him what her name is. He doesn't say it because if he says okay. May, then that takes it in your head, right? Yeah. But don't worry. Then they go to his sister-in-law's baby shower. Oh, gee, what's her name? Mary. Oh, what's her husband's name? Richard. Oh, gee, aren't those Peter Parker's parents? That's <laughs> weird. Then they play a baby naming game. And just as they get to her, like, what do you think the name's going to be? Before she could say Peter, uh, the, the scene's over too. Of course. And then it gets to a point where – like at this point, like it's so obvious, but then they have to hammer it in even further with a throwaway line at the end of the movie because they cannot help themselves. So, do you want to be a Spider-Man movie or not? Make a choice. Is it is it true that? And it, I mean, it, we'll say this is a spoiler for the movie, but There's, I, at this, oh, this point, is I don't spoilers think abound because no one should care. Uh, is it true that the main bad guy is killed by a Pepsi sign? Yes, it is. From the and S does that in Pepsi and does that Pepsi sign also paralyze her? Mm, yes and no. Uh, she gets hit in the face with a firework because at this old <laughs> Pepsi factory they're storing boxes of fireworks. What the fuck? Okay, and they shoot okay. them. They light, they throw flares in all these boxes of fireworks because that's what they have in. Pepsi. Pepsi, you know, yes, that's factories. where I would keep mine is an old Pepsi Hell Cola yeah. factory. In 2003, that this, was just this movie known. hammers it into you that this is a movie bought or paid for by Pepsi. At one point, Golly. they drink some some rad 2003 Mountain Dew Code Reds out of the vending awesome. machine. Awesome, they pass a little, little old can and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Um, it's just it's crazy. She so and, and then they recut that trailer like the second one to show mm-hmm. all the girls in their spider suits, right? Yeah. And be and spider people that never happens because they don't even have powers in this movie the only <laughs> time you're seen in their suits is in potential flash forward scenarios one of which is a dream <laughs> and they're in it for maybe less than two minutes so you, so maybe the big selling point you know being sydney sweeney in a spider-man outfit is not really in the movie doesn't ha- it barely happens <laughs> It's just, That's bad. It is just it is mind numbing the things that have to happen in this movie for it to progress forward. There are two specific instances where I looked at my buddy and I was like, "How is this possible?" So, <laughs> for instance, she takes these girls and she makes them hide in the forest so that this guy can't find her because he has access to cameras everywhere. Right? Two thousand three, man. In two thousand three, <laughs> he has technology from now. Um, he, she tells him, wait here, I'll be back. She, she leaves. They decide we're hungry. I saw a diner. Let's cut through this forest or park or wherever they are. I don't know <laughs> because I'm blacked out. They walk from where they are to this diner and they get in the diner and they're eating and they're having a good time. They decide to dance on the table for some high school boys because that's what three girls on the run from a killer would do in a diner. <laughs> Right. Especially the shy one who does not even want to do anything. She has no problem tying her shirt up and getting on the table. Makes no sense at all. Which one's the shy one? Sydney Sweeney. Of of course. That makes sense. Because we have to play against her, right? Yeah. So while they're in there, (laughs) some guy recognizes them from the paper and calls the cops. The guy intercepts his stuff. He's on his way to find them. He's going to kill them all. It is very important to note that Britney Spears Toxic is playing on the jukebox in here because it has to. <laughs> of course. Of course. So she shows up at the at like the park to get him, and they're not there. <laughs> and she has this vision of him killing them all to Britney Spears Toxic. 
fine. Amazing. He's also shockingly violent at points because he watched them die a couple times. Okay. Um, so as she's standing in this park being like, oh, fuck, Britney Spears Toxic comes on the radio. And to make sure that you know it's 2003, one more time, the DJ on the radio says something like, this song's going to be a hit. I can just feel it. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Who wrote this fucking movie? Like, it's crazy. But somehow it takes her longer to drive to the diner in a car <laughs> than it took for them to walk from the park to the diner. Jeez. So that she could stop it. God. What? What are we doing? And then there's another thing where she has to leave the country to go see the spider people where her mom died. Oh. This That is a true state. True state. She leaves them with Uncle Ben and, and basically just says, like, keep him here for a week. Don't let him go outside. Fine. Mary goes into labor. Instead of telling three girls in their late teens, early 20s, probably, <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Stay home in the basement. For Don't like four hours, right? Yeah. No, everybody get in the car. Let's go. And of course, getting in the car, one of them gets seen on a camera, and that's how he finds him. Man, they couldn't just stay at home because he can't protect Dump. them anyway. So why is he bringing them with him? The man has spider powers. He's going to kill everyone. So what? Does he, it doesn't matter if he's here. Does or he there. have spider powers? But he like can't like he can move walk up walls. He can walk on walls and stuff. That's it. Oh, he has no webs. He clearly doesn't have spider really? sense because he gets hit by a car twice. <laughs> what a lame Spider-Man. Well, he, like in, in, a com- in a comics, he's similar but much different. You know what I mean? Okay. Like he is okay. – in a weird way, he's like a kind of a, man, a mentor, but he is a bad guy kind of a thing. But we're like scraping the bottom of the barrel for a villain like this, right? In a, in, if you're setting a movie within like a Spider-Man ball yeah. where like everything is Spider-Man only, it's fine. He's fine. Okay. Adam Webb is important too. The, reach, yeah. the three three Spider Girls is a bit much, even though yes, it did happen. You probably could have okay. got away with just Sydney Sweeney. You probably didn't need yeah. three of them. But like the whole movie is clearly set up to be like we're going to set up a sequel with all three. No, that ain't happening. I can tell you right now. Oh, that's not happening. No. <laughs> Dakota Johnson. I don't even think she knows what movie she was she in. She fired her agent after I, I making read, this movie. I read something about that. Maybe that's not a hundred percent true. But like it just is the but timing you, is weird. But my thing on but, that is you have to imagine that when she was approached to do this, all that was told was, Hey, you want to be in a Marvel movie? MCU. Yeah. And what, and what actor, what actor or actress out there is going to deny wanting to be in that? Well, there's in, some any people that Marvel would movie? say no. And then did this and found out, Oh, this is a Sony one. Well, and like, to like her, not knowing to yeah. her credit, I do think that the movie was much different than when she signed on. Yeah. Probably. Why? You know what I mean? Like apparently it's, it's been a nightmare, but if you're in the fighter <laughs> universe, the, the Morbius verse, Get the fuck out. Like, abandon shit. The only person who it's not going to kill is Venom. Yeah. That's the only, that even, though, even though I can't tell you what the plot of Venom 3 could even possibly be. I don't know. Because right. he fucking killed Carnage in 2. <laughs> I didn't watch 2. Yeah. So. <laughs> he ate him. Okay. Like, this whole thing is such a fucking... I, it, as bad as this movie is, Craven's got a shot to be worse. You because, think Craven will be worse? Because oh, they're God. trying to make him seem like a hero. He's yeah. not a hero. The man who killed Spider-Man, that's the movie we're making. <laughs> he buried him alive at one point. That's yeah. the hero I'm supposed to root for. I, you know me, dude. I love Craven. I was super he's excited a, he was in this game villain. until they ruined him in this game too. But 
I love Craven. You know, I love Chameleon too. He gets no love, and he's going to be in this movie too. But like, why? No, he should have been a villain in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that should have been what the next Spider-Man movie was. Him versus Craven. But they won't do that now because no, they can't. Now. Yeah, they, they can't. Can. Now we got to pick somebody else for a Spider-Man movie, which. I, uh, there's options, obviously, but there are options. But. Like Scorpion is still there, and we can use him if we want to. I'm which, surprised we they haven't. We should, we should because he's there. We've shown and him the actor they twice. picked is good. Yes, to play that that yes, role. Yes, he's got so, the tattoo. He's ready to be go. Very also a Scorpion storyline puts Jameson in the in the picture more, and that's <laughs> you want him more of him. Yeah, you do. Yeah, like you but do for my sure. God, Madam Web. It's one of those things too. We're like. A lot of times you're like, I wouldn't even see it. It's so bad. You should see it. It's fucking terrible. You should see it. <laughs> you should you should see it to learn how to not make a movie. I've heard there's a lot of weird like rotating camera shots that just make you That's feel weird. like you're on a roller uh, the coaster. CG, the CG is obviously terrible. At one point I'm she gets surprised. pushed into a lake, and then when she's went out of the lake, she's completely dry. Awesome. Um, which did she ever get pushed in the lake? Because she wanted some kind of like dream world. No, dude, she had to have fallen in the lake. <laughs> the only way she couldn't go. They use they reuse the same shot of these spider people four four times. Four. Awesome. Same exact awesome. shot. They stole a shot from another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they took a shot from Spider-Man too. It's crazy. Everything about this production is cursed. And for them it's to bad. be like I guess maybe they aren't, but like surprised about how bad it's doing. Like, oh, it made fifty million dollars overseas, where people have no idea what this movie is. Right? No. People no, here don't have any idea what people it is. People here barely. Dakota Johnson doesn't know what this movie is. <laughs> she doesn't know what she made. Like, she, that's the thing. Like, if you we watch interviews with yes. her, she's like, I don't even know what I was she's, doing. She said she's never seen a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, she couldn't name it. Like, why is she here? Like, and I get that. Like, she's an actor in a movie, and they're filming her. It looks like she doesn't want to be there. And I'm not saying no. her character. I'm saying her. Or the actress. She looks like she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Go do something. No, else. that's Terri- bad. Terrible fucking. And then, I guess we'll go off of your rant, and we can go into mine. So I haven't watched any like movie movies, but I have finished two prominent TV shows. One from a very prominent movie studio that I like, oh. and the other um, a a a very great TV series that really nosedived its last episode. <laughs> so, um, True Detective, which I'll talk about first. I'm not going to really spoil it. Whereas the other show I'm going to talk about, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of because it's bad. Nobody should watch it. Um, True Detective, like the thing that makes it worse. And I would argue like, well, both of these things by the end of it, I hated. I'm more angry about True Detective because at least it had an opportunity. It only had six episodes. Five of them I thought were pretty good. I, I see a lot of people shitting on the entirety of it. I don't think the entire thing was bad. Where they blew it was the the end of it because they set it up as a supernatural thing, which you remember back in the first season of, of True Detective, there was a supernatural element a there's little a, bit to it. There's like a that is feeling. not 100% yeah, explained. There's like right? a feeling to it in the first one. It leans more into that element in this one, but at the very end of it they have a logical explanation for everything that is fucking terrible and has filled with so many different plot holes that it's just like how would this even be possible how is it possible that these two seasoned cops missed very basic evidence when they originally searching this this like murder scene 
like they she didn't dust for fingerprints and now all of a sudden they found this secret hatch you know in the last episode and it's like oh like it's stuff like that i told you before we started recording there's a scene in this last episode i love jodie foster she's an amazing actress she and she's fine in this like she does she does her job and she does well this last episode of the show she gets chased by someone and locked into this refrigerating unit that has a glass fucking door she has a gun would you would think okay the door's made of glass i have a gun i'll just shoot the glass and walk out now she puts her gun away goes and picks up a metal rod and then spends like five minutes just banging on this glass until it shatters. And I'm sitting there screaming at my TV, just shoot your fucking gun, dude. Like it is stuff like that where it's just, what what the fuck is happening? Um, And I won't spoil the end of it, but like, it's just it man. It just fucking, (laughs) they also try so hard to fucking tie it to the first season of the show to the point that, and this is the worst part to the point that one character literally says the phrase time is a flat circle. And I'm like, fuck off. What he said, I'm just like, no dude, do not tie it to that first season. That's television gold. It compares. Yeah. Like the other thing is, is like that first season, I think a lot of people would agree is like one of the best masterpieces, like seasons of a TV show ever made. Yes. Masterpiece. Leave it alone. Even if you're the same, like you're an anthology series for a reason. Well, and it, it so it's important to note that a different creator took over for season four. Right. And then posted some stuff on Twitter about like, well, I wanted to make a mirror of the first season. And then that creator guy's out there like, like basically like, get my name out of your mouth. <laughs> so like he doesn't want to be tied to this. So and I don't blame him. But uh, let me like so that that was bad enough. Whatever. Let me go off Damn. of the curse. So the curse is a 10 episode hour long. And I thought it was a half hour until I started watching. It's an hour, hour long. Well, we'll I'm going to use the term dark comedy very loosely because I didn't find much of this particularly funny. Uh, dark comedy starring Nathan Felder. So the comedian and Emma Stone, which is a, probably a big draw for a lot of people to watch this. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> It is so cringe that like fucking Larry David. It makes Larry David. Well, that's his look brand. Like, that's for his brand of comedy, though. Like it is. Watch Nathan but, like, for you. Like that's the whole point of that show. I love. Well, yeah, Great but show. it is fantastic show. Yeah, this is holy shit. Like it is nine hours of like cringe comedy that is not good, and then you get your last episode hour of the supernatural part of it mm-hmm. so the whole premise of it is amazing and it's important to point out this and th- this is what drew me in personally it's an a24 jam so this is their first right. like foray into tv and that's what call- that's what drew me in i was like okay like for most part like i'll watch an a24 movie because i know they're going to take a risk on something like even if it's bad they took the risk and most for of sure. the times it pays off I feel like the this thing, if this would have been a two hour movie, I probably would have liked it better because it is nine hours of cringe comedy to get to that point. It ruins it. Um, so the whole point of this and the premise is great. Like the, the meetup of it is, is so he and it's it's Nathan Felder and Emma Stone. They're a husband and wife. They are starting one of those. You've seen that HG, HGTV show where it's like that couple that's like they flipping flip houses stuff. in their yeah. home. Yeah, they're doing the same thing. Only it's all eco friendly shit. Only they're both not good fucking people. They're terrible fucking people. <laughs> And you hate from the beginning. You hate them. It's it's Damn. him, her, and then this camera guy who is like next level douchebag, awful, cringe. 
just like the worst fucking like there's a part of this show where he fucking just meets up with some high school kids and buys them alcohol and hangs out and drinks with them because well at least they were drinking with me so it'd be okay Uh, like it's stuff like that um it's just it's fucking insane but their whole point is they're trying to take over this town uh, with their with, with flipping these houses and stuff and there's one scene of the show that they film where they walk up to this little girl and she's selling like cookies or something and the only thing that that guy has on him is a hundred dollar bill and he's like well fuck we're filming so he's like okay I'll give you this hundred dollar bill I'll buy these cookies whatever they stop filming and then he's like okay that was just for the show I need this hundred dollars back and the, the girl starts obviously bitching about it he's like alright I'll, I'll go get money out of the machine and she's like I curse you and so she curses them but like again it's all cringe like stuff sure. that happens nothing nothing supernatural happens like the whole time you watch it you're waiting for that to happen right nothing happens well let me tell you the final episode and the major spoilers for this final episode they they are living in their eco-friendly house him his wife his wife's like very close to having their first kid okay it flashes forward like a year all of a sudden they go to bed he wakes up he is on the ceiling of this house and she's in bed and she looks up she they both wake up and they look at each other and she's like what what the fuck is happening he's on the ceiling and it is like gravity has reversed for him he cannot get down (laughs) this is the end of this this is the entire episode is him trying to crawl around on the ceiling of this house trying to get out like what the fuck is happening because at first you think first you think okay maybe it's this eco-friendly house did something fucked up but then it's like why is it only happening to him right sure this has to be that curse so then he fucking finally gets out of the house and he's on like the awning of this house outside and then they're trying to tell him like hey man just just you know just jump down he's like i can't and they're like no just let go like i'll catch you whatever and he lets go he starts floating up and then he's stuck in a branch well then his wife starts going into labor so then they take hit they take her away to go and then she's throwing a fit well then they call in the stupid camera guy and then he comes and he calls the fire department they're all sitting there like okay (laughs) and he keeps telling them like no you don't understand if i let go of this branch i'm gonna float up and die and they're like no 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 it's okay he's like no you need to get a net a rope and bring me down like it's it's just all explanation for that until finally this this fireman comes up with a chainsaw and because they think he's fucking around they're like no dude we're we're good we got this thing underneath you're gonna fall down you're gonna be good because they think he's having a mental breakdown because he's having a kid so they fucking cut that tree (laughs) and he just floats up into space and dies And you watch him go through the atmosphere. But keep in mind, he doesn't burn up, which bothered me to begin with. But he just floats into space and freezes and dies as his kid is being born. Interesting. And that's how that show ends. Golly. And I just sat there. I'm like, and I text my buddy because my buddy was hard. Like, you need to finish. You need to finish it. So, because he, like, he just wanted to talk to somebody about how stupid it was. And I'm like, no, man. I told him, like, look, man, as someone who's a massive Twin Peaks fan and loves weird shit. Right. This is not weird shit in a good way. This is just stu- fucking stupid. Shit. Yeah. Fucking terrible. So I just the whole thing. And like I could have forgiven it if it was mixing those elements in throughout the show, but like, there's yeah, like none of that. Weird, something weird happens every there's so long. None of that. Or there's like cringe, cringe, cringe. Or there's like hints that it's gonna happen or like something flies up and it gets stuck to the ceiling or something. 
something. You know right? what I mean? Like something like to foreshadow what's going to happen. And again, I think if you did that as a two hour movie, you could have done that. It would have been fine. And I probably would have watched away. like, okay, well, again, that was an attempt, but this is 10 hours. Mm. <laughs> and nine of those hours are just those people doing bad shit and just being terrible fucking people as this show that they're trying to create around them keeps collapsing because they're both fucking terrible people. And That's why so it's bad. Um, that is the, those are the only two things I've, I haven't watched any movies. Um, I will, I will say next time we record, I'll be able to talk about, um, Dune. I'm going to see Dune on Thursday. So why see Dune? I'm excited. Madam Web is still in theaters. Oh God, no. God, no. (laughs) I'm excited to see Dune. So I I look forward to seeing the second half of that. Matt, it looks like you've watched something though. Yeah. Um. So I took it upon myself to dive into the supernatural. Um. I uh, saw on Paramount Plus they did uh, Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. Is this the one that's about the Amish people or something? Yeah. Okay. So I will say as a a fan of the first two Paranormal Activity movies. I like the first one a lot. This one is better than the other three, four, and five that they put in. I cut out on the after the one where they use the Xbox Connect. Yeah, the 360 uh, Connect. It's wild. So. I've watched all of them, and unfortunately, okay. like not because I wanted to, but because I'm like, well, I've already watched the first two. I watched the third one, and then I was like, well, the fourth one dropped, and I was just watching them because like my friend was into it, and I was like, all right, whatever, man, I'll watch it with you. But I watched this one just thinking it's going to be another throwaway. It's it's going to be a piece of shit, and it actually actually was a pretty solid movie. Um, it's pretty solid. Okay. It doesn't really follow the story of any of the other paranormal activities. It's a whole different scenario. Okay. Um, yeah. Essentially this girl finds out that she's part Amish and reaches out, ironically reaches out to a family member, her brother, who is on Rumspringer at the time. Okay. And so they reach out, like they connect and she's like, well, I'm interested in kind of learning about my, my past, you know, like, could you tell Uh me about it? And so he's like, well, you know, I'm going back. Why don't you just come with me? So she goes back, she's got her boyfriend, they've got a camera crew guy. So it's just her, her boyfriend and the cameraman. And, you know, weird stuff starts happening around them and they kind of just throw it away, throw it off. Essentially, at the end, you find out that her brother is the bad guy in a way. Um, okay. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it too much because ironically, if you do have Paramount plus, like give it a watch. I, and it, so it has no ties to the other ones at all. None. And that's, that's, what that's probably the smart decision though. It's super smart because I went in thinking, got off this the rails. Is, <laughs> I, I went in thinking this was going to go back to the other three. And I was kind of like, damn, like, I don't really want to do this to myself, but yeah. I kept seeing it. And I was like, let me just, let me just spend an hour and a half to try to gauge it. And ironically, like I said, it since since it doesn't follow the original five, 
it's a whole Can different movie. Five of those. Yeah. Okay. It's a whole different movie. And it's, it's actually, I would have to say if I, if I did go into it, it was, it was probably, I really liked one. I really liked two and I really liked this one. Okay. The other ones aren't important. Um, second one, the second one was the one with the baby, right? Yeah. Okay. So honestly, if you have an opportunity to give it a shot, just give it a shot. Like it really was kind of a a sleeper one. And some of the stuff that's happening is actually just pretty wild. So pretty wild. Okay, I'll I'll watch it. Give it a shot. Because I I like those movies. I you know the funny thing, and this this will be a good chuckle for you. The first one when it came out, I had a buddy bring it over to my friend's house because he got like a he got like a illegal copy of it. Ooh. We'll say. Um, and I saw that movie without finished effects. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that scene at the end where they where they kill her or whatever, yeah. uh, if you see that version of it with the with the cops, th- those are just cap guns. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes the effect of the end of that movie out because it's oh, just wow. like two cops busters it's like cap, 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 and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is a movie. <laughs> but wild. uh that first movie I think for a while until I saw Hereditary, I would say it was probably like up there is like one that I consider kind of a scary movie. So I will say, man, uh, there's uh, the ones that are on Tubi, the Grave Encounters movie. Okay, uh, one and two. Those I think good. I think two is better than one. If I remember, it's been a minute since I watched them. Sure, but out of one of those movies, it's it was probably pretty scary in, in my eyes. Like, okay, it was. A paranormal one wasn't too bad. The, I mean, the ending really got you because, like, you didn't expect what happened to happen. No, no. but <laughs> I can say the Grave Encounters movie. I want to say I want to push for two. I think two was the better one. Okay. I want to say just really creeped me out the rest of the night when I was like by myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was like that being was hereditary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, if you have an opportunity, give it a watch. I think it was a pretty solid film. Well, we can we can kick over to emails here. Um, The first one we have actually is a movie question. So Brandon from Douglasville, Texas. Hey, guys, quick question. I've been thinking about a lot lately. Remember up until like the mid 2010s, a big draw for going to a movie was who was in it. Like, for example, it was common for someone to say something like, hey, I'm going to go see the new Seth Rogen movie. You never hear that anymore. You aren't going to hear someone say, hey, I'm down to see that new Timothy Chalmette flick. (laughs) What happened? What caused such a dramatic shift from going to see movies because of the actor that's in it versus what the movie actually is? Um, My short answer to this is social media. Yeah. Social media has taken away a lot of the like glamour and kind of mystery surrounding celebrities because now you kind of see them just post some shit that's dumb, honestly. I have have another theory about like why you wouldn't say that about like movies these days. And it's because like there aren't really a lot of big like movie star, I guess. Well, but think, think of it this way. Around the time where he's talking about, like, I'm going to go see a new Seth Rogen movie or whatever, it's because all of his movies at that time were kind of the same movie. I'm going to yeah. go see a new Will Ferrell movie. Okay, well, it's a comedy about him and his brother. It's a comedy about him racing a car. It's a comedy about this. It's a comedy about that. It's all kind of the same movie. These days, it's now like you don't gonna you don't say I'm going to go see the new Robert Downer Jr. movie because he was Iron Man for a decade. 
True. Yeah. Like, so all of his movies for a while were Marvel related Marvel. movies. And then it came out and it's like he made fucking Doolittle, which was trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so then like, you know, now he's in Oppenheimer again kind of establishing that yes, he can't act outside of Marvel movies and stuff. So I think I think it's just a way that the industry has changed in terms of like what movies get released and how. Like and I feel I like kind of feel like I don't feel like movies are centered around one person anymore though. Oh, like, I feel like there are always, like, you know, like, come watch this movie because it has this person and this person and this right. person in it, you know? So Oppenheimer, it's like, yeah. Oppenheimer was like, we've got uh, Cillian Murphy, RDJ. Like, we have all these people. Yeah. Right? There's a ton of fucking people. Whereas, like, the Seth Rogen thing was like, it's him and his five buddies hanging out making stupid jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, but that's a Seth Rogen yeah. movie. That's an Adam it Sandler is. movie. You know it what is. I mean? Like, it's the same type of movie. Or, but I, I repeat mean, is the same. I still have that with certain actors. Like, there's a there's a Michael Keaton movie coming out next month where sure. he he's like uh, it looks amazing. He actually directed it. Um, where he is like a professional hitman, and he has come down with dementia, and then his son shows up. And his, his like distraught son who he hasn't talked to in years shows up because he accidentally killed somebody that was that killed his wife. Mm. But then the whole premise of the movie is like, well, maybe that's not the truth because he has dementia. Sure. And see, it looks fucking amazing. Well, see, the thing about like an actor like Michael Keaton, though, is like he's but been for me. That's why but, I would be interested. Well, the other thing, too, is like maybe maybe that's a thing now because like he's been so many different types of people. Yeah. yeah, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in movies. Vin Diesel is it's, Vin Diesel, and The Rock is The Rock. Statham is Statham. Like they're all kind of like <laughs> the same thing. Like I'll watch every Statham movie that, that comes out just because I love Jason Statham. But yeah. Michael Keaton, who he was Batman, and then he did, you know, he was that Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, the Birdman movie is great. Like he has a range movie. of different things he can do. Whereas Tom For Cruise, sure. it's like I want to see shit blow up and him run. Yeah. Him do some stunt where he probably almost died. I want to see him died. climb a fucking yeah. building and then jump off it and do like a couple backflips. And he just was like, "Yeah, I trained to do it, and I just did it." Like that's why I go see yeah. those movies. So yeah, I For think sure. it's just the industry's different, and like people are movie going has changed too. Though. Yeah, like yeah, it's changed. Nobody, and again, I I think. I, I would be very interested to see a timeline where we didn't have the pandemic if it would have changed as much as it has. Yeah. yeah. Because again, like at the height of right before the pandemic, we had what? We had Endgame. Blockbusters, we I, had I that think last Star Wars movie. would still be a, an event that people went to. Yeah. I think so too. Whereas like Mission Impossible, the last one we went to, it was kind of dead. Well, and the other thing too is like, the the one thing the pandemic brought out was you know these movies aren't in the theater very long before they hit digital right. yeah. you can't really go back on that now no <laughs> like you can't just hit the button and go okay we did that because of the pandemic but now we're gonna make you wait six months again like they used to so because they've done it too long now at that point that people have this expectation oh this movie you know what like I'll give you an example like in a couple weeks I would like to see that imaginary movie I'm not gonna go to the theater to see that because I know in two weeks it's gonna be out digital right because they have press uh, so. right I don't know, man. Exactly. I kind of want to see that movie. In I do kind of want to go. <laughs> That's thing. Uh, but but I, I know it'll oh, be. Oh, that was another weeks, thing I so. forgot to say about Madam Web. All the trailers were like horror movie stuff. It was super was weird. Was it imaginary? Yeah, imaginary was there. Okay. There was a couple other ones too. And it was like that, that like the nun one with Cindy Sweeney, like, whatever that one is. Yeah, I, I want to yeah, see that too. It Immaculate. Like, it was just funny because okay. it's just like. This is this ain't no Marvel movie, dude. Like that movie is shot like you know, I told you about the but, one, like shot in like a weird horror way. 
but hey you dodged the bullet that i keep dodging which is that spider movie so oh god mm, no nope turn run away nope no thanks that's that's pushes all the I buttons in no the way i will not movie. watch i'm out no i read Ooh. the premise giants i read the, i read the premise too because i couldn't help myself nope no, no, no. Well, I, I saw the poster because they put it on IGN and then they're like, here's this thing. And I saw this guy in this like weird goop and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? And I saw the poster and I was like, all right, I'll fucking read the premise where the premise is of hell now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's one like, nope, I don't need to see no giant spider eating people. Nope. No, thanks. Uh, next email we have comes from Jack from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey guys, now that the dust has settled, how do you all feel about the Xbox situation? It really seems like it became nothing that people tried to make into something. The only thing that's left me a bit confused is on is the official Xbox podcast. Phil specifically stated no to having Indian Starfield go to other platforms, but then afterwards in the Tom Warren interview, he states that no game should be ruled out forever. Really seems like they're back to talking in circles again. Thoughts? I mean, we kind of discussed it already, but like, yeah. again, he, he, he they don't want to say never because we don't know what the sales those well, games are going to be. And you know what? They could have already made the decision that, yes, Starfield will be out on PlayStation when the DLC comes out. But we're not going to talk about that now. We don't need to talk about that now. There's got, no need to do that. We have right four now. other games we're focused on putting out right now. And like, yeah, one of those games is already out. Another one comes out like next month. One's next, but like they're, they're clearly keeping this stuff as close to the vest as possible until it happens. And it makes sense because they don't want to cannibalize their own stuff. But like the entire thing got blown the way the fuck out of proportion. And you knew it did, it did. when you started to hear like Halo and Gears of War. Like that's <laughs> that was the one for me crazy. where I'm like, like, could it, could it happen? I guess there's a world. Yeah, it, it could. But like could. Indiana, like Starfield maybe they wait for the dlc and then six months after the dlc they realize okay starfield makes sense to yeah me, well and it's at some point they're going to be done with the game like they're done yeah. with grounded like they're done with pentiment like they're done with high fiber they're done yeah but it's not going to hurt to make let other people play it indiana jones that'll probably happen too when they're done with it a year six months later a year later but they're not going to tell you until a month or two before and they're going to no need to do that now yeah they don't right. one of the things they don't need to tell you a month or two before the game's been out for so long you know what the game is you know if you want it at that point for sure um next email we have i meant to read in the news but we skipped over that news article too so we might as well talk about it now um i'll read the email first we go over it ben from skokie illinois hey bros quick question for y'all and sorry if y'all been asked this before do you think there is actually a ps5 pro or a sony blowing smoke on this one it really seems it just really seems completely unnecessary but the latest rumors are not only indicating that it's real and coming this fall but that the current ps5 is going to retain its four 99 price tag which means this would be more expensive this really just seems like sony is getting too greedy right what do you all think so yeah there was there was a slew of articles that came out in the last week where once again we're pointing towards a ps5 pro this fall um and it is in, in most of those articles that i i skim through do say that sony has no intent of dropping the price of the ps5 not if the next one's going to be more powerful because then it becomes so, the current one is the current you know discless one is your entry and point. I'll, and I'll yeah. remind you it's it is possible the PSVR two is five fifty so well you it's mean still five fifty you mean the PC compatible <laughs> PSVR two that you would still that's have such to a good pull, diversion for that thing though plug in with a cord otherwise or you could just yeah. get a Quest three and it's wireless yeah um, 
I just my thoughts on it are I don't want it. I don't, don't need it. I don't. We don't need it. We have not even scratched the surface. What would it? Look at, look at, what would its selling point be? Like how much? Look better, at Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Well, on to be fair, on graphics mode, yes. Um, yeah. On performance, it's not great. Is it tanked out? Uh, if you look at some screenshots, it's definitely a problem. Okay. But interesting. I, I think this game. I think thirty frames graphics. I might play it that way because just because I, okay. I do want it to look good. But. Okay. Yeah, but like you're gonna have to prove to me that the pro runs everything perfect all the time for me to care about right. updating, right? That means everything is four sh- sixty. At right? that point, yeah, at that point, I shouldn't have to pick between things. It should just but then be. It is the good. Price tag of the pro is what six fifty ninety nine six ninety nine. Yeah, no way, no way. I don't need that. No way. Because because you know that even if it does come out, there's not going to be a game that truly uses that for two not years. Right away. Two years? No. Year? Not at all. I just don't think it'll be a worthwhile upgrade this fall. No, and then we start, well, then you start getting like Tekken 8 Pro patch. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But am I going to notice it on a game that runs well already? I don't think so. And then, I mean, that's and the other thing I'd say, I think this time out more than ever, I think both of these systems are very well made. Yes. Yeah. For the first time, like for the first time of any generation, I don't really have a complaint about using either system. I do think like, you know, aesthetically, the PlayStation 5 is an ugly looking system it's outside terrible. of it's the box. But like it, it's a great playing machine. The things, everything works on it other, just fine. The other thing, too, is like we got the PS4 Pro because we needed it at that point. We needed it yeah. because of the TV well, situation. Because of the TV, because it was regular PS4s were melting inside trying to play <laughs> control. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. needed it at that point. I don't feel like I, I have a, a launch PS5. I don't think I need this. Yeah, you, you and yeah. I both. Like, I, I, this generation, I've not had for the first time. I have not had any problems with either. Both my systems are launched. It is and no problem. Loud when I install something large. That's it. Yes, that's it. But for the I for that, expect that, and then it never makes a sound again. So, like, what could I possibly need it for? That's and that, that's the way I look at it too. So I especially just, that price. If if they did a thing where it's like, okay, PS fives are four hundred and the pros five hundred. Yeah, okay. kind of like they did with when the okay. Xbox One X came out. Maybe yeah. you could yeah. convince me, or maybe like in six months when something comes out that I really want to play. Sure, but I can't like name a game that could potentially need it. Death Stranding two, maybe, but that game looks like it's pretty good right now. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm sure that footage is running on a high end PC. But sure, but. I mean, is that the? If you're telling me that's how it's going to look on a PS5, I think we're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, If that is, if that is the game. But again, and my point is like, even okay, fine. Even if we say it's the graphics mode of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I mean, we're four years into this generation and we're pumping out a game like that. That I guarantee you, even still, is not pushing the system to its full potential. I don't think so. Having played, having played the demo, I don't think it is. Yeah, things could so things just, could things could still yeah. I mean, it's also been the weirdest fucking council generation. It's just ever bizarre. Had. It's so weird. It's like half so. real. Like they're they're merging. It feels into like it like, hasn't started, but that's partially the pandemic's fault. Well, there's like, that, yeah. and there's also like exclusives aren't a big thing anymore. I used to yeah. fight over that shit, and then now it's like no. 
I don't know. It's just, it's a whole thing. It's weird. That game gaming has changed a lot for sure. Um, next email we have comes from Eddie from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Howdy dudes. Love when you all talk retro question I have for you is simple. What retro console do you all recommend collecting for within the current market and what should absolutely be avoided due to high prices? Thanks. I mean, my answer right now is is simply like 360 and PS3 era because even still, like even though we are two generations now removed from that era, that stuff is still it's pretty reasonable, still pretty cheap. Yeah. There are games that are that are high. Yes, like there definitely are. Like, for example, Armored Core went for, fucking yeah, but that's, bananas. But that's for a of, reason. That is a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, but the thing about those generations, why I think it's it's important to get them now is the stuff that you want to collect for it. I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of that stuff around. Yeah, to get, you know, like Super Nintendo, like older older stuff, like Nintendo and Super Nintendo are actually shockingly still pretty easy to collect for and not crazy. As long as you're okay yeah. with spending fifty to sixty dollars for a game you really want, it's not terrible. Obviously, like certain things on that system get blown up, but even the sixty four is like that for certain things. But like. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's a weird era that a lot of people aren't collecting for right now. It's like the PS3, 360. They're not. I mean, I, I and it's funny because even like when I was at GameStop, that was that was my big thing then was trying to get that stuff as cheap as possible. Mm-hmm. And that was when I picked up all those like sh- weird shooters and stuff yeah. that there's a lot of like now pretty hard to find. And that's yeah. that, that is the other that's the trade off I'd say. Whereas like this stuff is still cheap. You are going to more more likely run into things that are just hard to find. Yeah, because they didn't make a lot of copies of them. There's a lot of, those of weird, weird shooter games, one-off things that are good for like PS3 and 360 that nobody cares about. Yeah, so they just don't exist. But like, I started putting together a list of like PS3 stuff I'm looking for, and it's just like, like, like folklore and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, no, nobody gives a shit. It's also not expensive. It's not cheap. I imagine folklore is probably what, like a twenty, thirty dollar game. I think it's somewhere around there, but like, but that's hard to find. Yeah, it's you don't come across it all the time. No, that was that was like what within the first year. That was early. History? That was very early. It's, that was one of the. That was an oddly pretty good game. Forty. It's forty five. Four. Right now. Okay. That was an oddly pretty good game for that like first year of the PS3. But like uh, that was before they even put in trophies. Or if you're just talking system. about like collecting, like PS3 has, like I said, it has a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Remember that like Gundam game that was a launch title? It was like really yeah. bad, right? But like that's something yeah. that would be cool to have in the collection. You'd never see it. It's twenty dollars. Or you have st- weird stuff that was only on PS3, like 3D Game Heroes. Great game. That's a little Great bit more game. expensive because of what it, it is, is. now because yeah. of what it is. It, is. it also is an Atlas game, I mm-hmm. think, right? Okay. Yeah. Great game, though. Fantastic. Anything that's Atlas is going to cost you But 360 is even cheaper than that stuff. Man, it is. It's just stuff to find. Um, yeah, I mean, systems you don't want to collect for are getting to be like Dreamcast is starting to get bad. Dreamcast, unfortunately, is starting to get Saturn bad. Like, is they're very bad. 
there are a couple things that I looked at because I'm starting to build my list for when we go to that convention in April. But there are a couple Dreamcast games I looked at that are like in the 30, 40 range. It's fine. But like some of those other things are getting real bad. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's really up Anything there. Anything that's like, yeah, considered to be like a great game on the system for Dreamcast is, is bad. Like I, I love collecting for PS1 personally. It's out of control right now. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's like, all over the place. Like you can find some stuff that's decent, but then but the like, other stuff you're looking for is wild. Well, on PS1, you probably want like RPGs and stuff. Those have all gotten terrible. All gotten nuts. Like even ones that aren't like we consider great RPGs. Or are, ones are that they high. made a ton of. Like they're yeah. still they're getting crazy. Like Final Fan like a black label Final Fantasy VII is higher than it needs to be. It does not need to be so, anywhere near what it is. It and I out. understand why. I understand why. But well, then you get people get into like this has the misprint on the back, and it's like oh my god, just like relax, maybe. Yeah, I told you the one the one game that I will bust out some money for this year if I find a good copy of it because I it's a game I want to play and I want to stream on my channel this year for Halloween is Eternal Darkness. Right. I don't have a copy of it. I don't think I ever owned a copy of it. I rented it when it came out, but I I that is the one game I look at. I go, okay, it's like nine. It's like roughly ninety to a hundred dollars. Like if I find a good copy, I'll just do it, right? Because it's just a game I I want. I think I think part of like collecting for retro stuff these days is like trying to set a limit, but but being aware that there are certain games you need to pay for. Yeah, Yeah, I'm aware that I have to pay for that, and that's fine. Yeah. So, whereas I'm also aware that I'm cursed on Draculax, but well, that's a different conversation <laughs> for a different time. That's a different conversation. So, uh, next email t- comes to us from Steve from Bandera, Texas. Hi, guys. I'm curious. I enjoy the conversations you've had over the last few episodes regarding future systems and going digital. I'm trying to decide myself what I should do. I love collecting physical games and have been sense forever but i'm a realist and know that we are probably not going to be getting physical releases with the next council hardware should i make the decision right now to go all digital and just rip the band-aid rip off the band-aid or should i continue as i have been this generation and hold off for the next one my biggest concern is the next generation system is all digital and because i'm physical my games aren't backwards compatible sure i can always play them on the hardware i have now but i'd rather bring my content with me into the next generation um, I mean, I'll tell you straight up. That was why I made the decision with the Xbox for me is because I feel like of the two systems right now, Microsoft would be the one to, to rip that off and say, we're done. Yeah. When we get to the next generation, whereas we already see it with the new version of the digital PlayStation five, you can buy a disc drive. So I, I like, I go back forth on thinking like maybe there'll be some hope with the PS, you know, PS six down the line that they put out a drive you can buy separate. I don't know, but Xbox, it really seems like when we get to that point, because, and that's because of game pass Yeah, yeah. that they're going to be like, no, sorry. It's you, you had your time. So um, I would tell you, I mean, I made that decision at the beginning of the year for Xbox stuff and I haven't looked back. So I'm looking, I got infinite wealth is digital. I'm going to do dragon's dogma. That's going to be digital. It, it like it, it I, I'm not looking back at this point. I'm just doing it and saying it's fine. It's whatever. I, so. I live in this like half and half world where like something like rebirth, I want it physical because I'm a final fantasy collector in general. So like yeah. I want it on the shelf and everything together. But a game like um, 
But any other game where I like, I have a passing interest in it because I'm too busy playing all this other shit. I'll wishlist it on PlayStation and just mm-hmm. keep watching for sales because some of that, some of those sales get fucking insane. Like I like, uh, I was talking about how like I'd like C tier like co op games to play with buddies. There's that yeah. strange brigade game that came out years ago. Oh, I wow. had like okay. a passing interest <laughs> in it, and like was like this yeah. would be a good thing to like throw on the list of the stuff for us to play. So I put the digital deluxe edition. Like I could track down a physical copy and pay. Oh yeah, thirty dollars or whatever. Sure. Or I can just wishlist a digital deluxe and see what happens. That game yeah. went down to four dollars digital mm-hmm. deluxe. Four dollars. That's a ninety. That's like an eighty dollar game. So yeah, I'll buy that instead. But you live in the world where, okay, well I have Strange Brigade. I have a ton of shit digital now, just because I wait for sales and I save money on stuff that I'm passing interest in. But you also live in the world where you don't technically own it. But then you live in this world where, do you technically own the physical thing if it needs an update to even play? Exactly. Because what if they turn that off? Then it's then it's or a lot of those anyway. A lot of those physical games today are just an unlocked download disc. Yeah. So well, it's, it's happened in the past too. If you have, a, if you own a physical copy of Mag for PS3, it's garbage. It does nothing. <laughs> How about the original copy of Destiny? It does nothing. Or Destiny no, Two? Yeah, they do nothing. nothing. So it's it's a weird. It's it's very weird now. Where if it's something I I love, or if it's something where I collect the series. Like this stupid MLB collector's edition where I got to buy another stupid edition of this thing. But it's because I have the other seven of them up behind me. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll buy that physical. But some year, there's one year that's not going to be an option anymore, and I'll just have to move on and deal with it. And I think in the past, and we used to argue this with customers all the time at GameStop, we're like, well, backwards compatibility this, backwards compatibility that. Like that's not a feature those companies care about at all. No, they don't because you could just they don't at this point. keep your old system and play it that way. And, and you know, at some point those games are going to, if it's a live service game, it's going to turn off. Yep. Hell divers too will be turned off at some point in the, unfortunately. In yeah. 15, <laughs> oh, yeah. 15 years from now, that game will not run. So I, like I yeah. said, I was out looking for a physical copy of it just because I thought it'd be a cool one to have on the shelf. It is for but sure. But when I couldn't find it, okay, I'll get it digital. It's okay. Like you just kind of have to live in the in the middle, and it sucks. the The other thing I'll throw out there too, at least for me, is like if I see something even that I own, at least on the Xbox that that I have physically, but is it, it is on like a very flash cheap sale, I'll buy it digitally. Like I just did um, done that. Metro Exodus. They just did a thing where you can get the entire like DLC. Everything was four dollars. Yeah. Yeah, four dollars. Sure. Now I don't ever have to open that. Right. There so I've done that. I've all, but I've also done the flip, where like I bought MLB Twenty One for Xbox Physical because it was four dollars. Well, yeah. I mean, that's okay. also a fun thing. It's that fun was the first year that it was yeah, on. It's right? fun for yeah. me to own that as a baseball game that's collector. A cool that's thing. a fun thing to have. It is. You just, I don't know. You just have to be. I think the more important thing now is being smarter with your money as it is now. And not trying to worry about like, will the PS6 play PS5 games? Yeah, because yeah. it should. But who knows? Like, also, though, I mean, when you like you guys are talking about here, though, I mean, the idea behind digital gaming is discounts are heavy. Hmm. Like they are. I mean, you know, you're talking about that ninety dollar game, and you bought it for four bucks. I mean, that's. <laughs> 
like as much as I am a physical game collector, I know moving forward is turning into digital error. And while I'm not okay with that, I understand why, because it's just easier for them to do that. And it's easier yeah. for them to discount things and it's easier for them to do everything else. And that's fine because if I'm really have a hankering for a physical game, I'll just, jump on the shelf and grab one from there that I'd like to play or the one that I have or one that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Or if it's something, yeah, like, or like you said, Dan, if it's something that's like, I have like, I collect this series, like it's resident evil or something, or if I have sentimental value to it, yeah. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you when I'm looking, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say this one right now because I'm going to have you help me look for it. When we go to that convention, I'm looking for a copy 360 complete of pro evolution soccer 2011 sure because i have sentimental value to I that added, specific game when i was adding stuff to my wish list i added a lot of like random baseball games just because i love baseball yeah. video games i'm not a big and I, you know me i'm not a big sports guy that is the best soccer game i've ever played yeah. and i would like to own a physical well, copy of it so well and the other thing too it's like let's say stuff goes digital like i don't think there's going to be a lot of ps5 or ps4 games for that matter that are ever going to get to be crazy priced. I don't think so either. I don't think because it's always available digital. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I can go buy any, any, unless we get, unless we get into a weird, like delisting situation, which is possible. And I think that will happen, but in theory, I could go buy any game I want right now and I can, and I can wishlist it to buy it for $4. (laughs) Exactly. Because like Matt was saying, digital stuff goes insanely cheap. It goes to prices. Physical stuff never goes. It does. But do you think I could get Strange Brigade with all the DLC physical and bought the other for four dollars? No. Like like 100 percent. No, but yeah. So I think. I, I know you're you know, the the thing the he wrote in and he said you know I could keep the old system. Hard. I think that's part of it. I think that's what you have to do. Is keep I think so system. too. At this point, yeah. And it's it's, yeah. it's weird. I mean, my PS4 is ready to be hooked up at any point if for some reason it needs to be. You know, I don't right now. You, it doesn't. You don't have one hooked up right at all. It's sitting okay. below it. It's not plugged into an HDMI connection, but it could okay. be. Okay. But I don't need it hooked up my mine's still hooked up to my office tv but i haven't turned but, it on probably but you know what's strange is i do need a <laughs> ps3 hooked up to play ps3 games well hey well you know what i mean like that system is locked in a fucking that's, bizarre that system period is of in time. a weird situation because of the stupid cell processors yeah, yeah. so that is that, that system is just problem. like that system is locked to what it is so that is hooked is. up to my secondary tv all the time yeah. if i ever get an itch what a weird system it's a fucking bizarre system <laughs> um, next email we have comes from Oscar from Redacted hey dudes current GameStop manager only been with the company for about a year but was recommended this podcast but one of my other manager friends are all district managers overbearing <laughs> pieces of shit I have one right now that does nothing but micromanage me all day every day that I work constantly calling to let me know that X Y and Z need to be done he'll even check in with the other key holders when i'm not here it just seems wild i've worked in retail for 15 years and i've never had a manager treat me this shitty um i mean it's possible to have a good district manager. i mean it was for us but i don't know if it is in gamestop's current like 90 percent of them are terrible yeah. I think that's a fair number. That's how it was when we were there yeah. too, though. We got lucky with the one at the end, and it was only because Very. 
he had recently been a store manager, so he hadn't really forgotten what it was like. That's the other um, thing too. At, at certain point, when when if you were one of the few that moved from being a store manager to a district leader. Mm-hmm you have a little bit of time before you're fully corrupted yeah. is what I would say. You're either, you're either fully <laughs> corrupt going in or it takes a while for you to be corrupted. Yeah, exactly. And most of them are fully corrupted going in because they have this, yeah. like they had to do something to get to that yeah, point. They have, well, they have, they all have ego problems where they feel mm-hmm. like they have to tell you what to do all the time. And they think they're yeah. fucking important and all that shit. And they're mostly just scumbags. They're mostly liars. <laughs> um, are the one we talked about the most, the one we had for the longest, he was he was a liar and an idiot, and that's a deadly combination of people because he knew very little about what actually went on in a store in a daily basis. Uh, I I just remember the constant like, oh yeah, I can log in and do a transaction anytime. But then when it ever came down, to do, do it. He'd bail before because he'd be like, let's get busy. Yeah. I gotta get he out. He considered of here. himself a people person, but most people would walk away from him. Um, mm-hmm. He just he was terrible, and like we yeah. all, and the thing was, is we all knew he was terrible. We all thought he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and I barely listened to a word that man said. Like, <laughs> well, and then he'd always come in. He was like, "This needs to be done." That was done two days ago. What do you mean? Because I read the thing and I know how to do my job. Why don't you bother yeah. someone else? <laughs> Who, know, exactly. who doesn't know what they're doing. But they feel like they have this complex where they have to always be in charge. You have to tell everybody. Now, sometimes it is because they're being shit on by the regional person above them. For sure. If, For if sure. you think DRMs are bad, RMs are worse. They are yes. scum people in general. Yes, they I are. I only ever met one that I actually liked, and he was the region, the next one over. That was very yeah. upsetting because it's like, it's this is region. what it could be. <laughs> You're telling me this is how it could be, and it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, DMs are terrible, and it's because their jobs are meaningless, to be fair. That position, you could eliminate that position tomorrow, and I don't think many people would notice. <laughs> I don't think so. Imagine, just, imagine if he they're just overpaid never, babysitters. Imagine at this if point. he never contacted us ever. We would have been fine. I would have been happier. The we store might have been, been the store might have been better because I Honestly. wouldn't have had to constantly worry about what's he going to get upset about today. But again, that just—I mean, I also say that doesn't work for every store. We we were in yeah. a unique mm. position where we knew what needed to be done. And things would get because done. we because well, we also knew like, hey, if we it, like, we knew what was going to happen if we didn't pull our weight, right. which was the store would close. So yes, we did work extra hard to keep it alive, to keep it open. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I say it, I say it all the time. Like we were, we were never the best store ever. No, we weren't oh, even God, close. No. But we were never the worst, and we never. No. We never lied or cheated like other people in our district, you know, sometimes within the same town did. Um, that stuff, that kind of stuff still goes for on. sure. I, I never, oh, for never, sure. ever. If you work for a store, never, ever trust a store that tells you they're number one in something. Never. Oh, there you it's go. not real. It's a lie. DMs are trash. Yeah, no, they are for sure. Most companies. Um, <laughs> Uh, Warren from San Jose, California. Hey guys, was curious now that Microsoft has laid out some of their future plans and Sony seems to be diving more into day one PC releases. Do you think we are going to see the walled gardens come down further and further when we get to the next generation? Less exclusive games than we have in the past. Thanks. Yes. 
That's, I do think Xbox that we're going to see less. Up, I think. I think we're going to see less exclusives all around, though, because I mean, it, I mean first of all, if you want to count PC in the mix, I don't think oh, the exclusivity thing's over. over. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been like that forever. Like, if you even go back to the 360 and like original Xbox generation, like Microsoft has always been putting their games out on PC too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's never changed. Yeah. And they so they've never been staunch like this is us only kind of a thing. They've always tried to have a, a good relationship with Nintendo first off for sure. Um, and even like, you know, they own Minecraft, dude. They still put the thing Minecraft that they related do, properties out on PlayStation. The thing that Microsoft does correctly that I would like to see Sony copy, but they won't is the play anywhere stuff. Yes. Hey, I buy one digital copy, but I can play it on my PC or my Xbox. No, Sony won't do that. Sony won't do that with PlayStation. Nope. They should. Right. It'd be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Microsoft, be amazing, like they've, but I don't think they've ever really been against putting their stuff on other systems. No. Yeah. Sony, the only time they've done it really recently was uh, when MLB forced them to put the show on other consoles. And that was that was MLB. That was like, so. you either do it or you don't have it at all. So that's your choice. Yeah. And wow, weird. It showed up on other things. But they clearly don't give Isn't a shit. Isn't there a Switch it. version too? Yeah, right? for sure. Okay, come on. You know, there's also a, it's gotta be a day bad one Game Pass version. Yeah, but none of yeah. them are on Plus. I'll say that every day because it's it doesn't so make sense. Even that the makes last no one sense. isn't on Plus. Well, who cares? You think even even at the highest tier of that service, you would think they would put the old. Why one on aren't there? all of them just on there forever? Doesn't make all sense. of the online stuff is turned off. Just put them on there so people can play them. Who cares? That's weird. Maybe if somebody went and played twenty one on your service for free, they'd say, "I really like this. I'd like to buy twenty four. Then we go buy it. <laughs> yeah. You might get that one person, but someone still, would like, do it, it. It's not. There's no. There is no reason to not do it at for a game point. you own and publish. No, there really yeah. isn't. There really isn't. It doesn't make Fucking any sense. Crazy that that's still a thing. Uh, Charlie from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hey guys, love the podcast. Love when you all talk about retro. My question is this: What? How do you hook up your retro consoles? Do you guys go through the steps to get them on a modern HDMI connection, or are you still lugging around an old CRT? Thanks. Um, for me personally, I, I actually do not have any retro consoles hooked up right now. If I want to, I went through like I took like a year and went through getting basically every system I have, I can hook up with an HDMI connection. Now, anything that I want to play, the one exception is regular Nintendo. Cause I'm not going to go out and buy that 500. I didn't think you can now no, the analog. Gone. I bought the super Nintendo one. So if I want to play a super Nintendo game, like a cartridge, I can do that. Um, so I have the analog version of that. I, the only other one I'd say I don't have an HDMI connection is Sega Genesis, but I, I have so few games for that. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast. I can hook up HDMI, uh, GameCube. I have that adapter Xbox. I have an adapter PS2. I have an adapter, which is also counts for PS1. So, um, for me, it's all HDMI. Part of it is cause I, I mean, where am I going to put a CRT? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so now a couple years from now, when my girlfriend and I finish her basement and we set up our the bar that she wants to set up we will put a crt there yeah we have one it's at her parents house but it plays vhs tapes too oh that's red um and that's why I ha- that's why it'll go in the that's bar because i'm gonna put those vhs tapes yeah. down there that i have behind sure. me currently God, i would love i would love to get one that had one of those in it so, so. 
that is the reason why, but that's, that's still at her parents' house, but we will definitely be taking that. So, um, I used that recent, like in 2015 to play super Nintendo. So, uh, but yeah, for me, it's, if I ever want to play those games, it, it is on a modern connection, mostly because I want to stream it. So mm, yeah. I had to do that. So that's for me, but I don't have any of them hooked up, but I can easily hook them up if I want to within five minutes. So yeah, I've got that would be my answer. I've got a, a big CRT and the other a nice like relative, you know, relatively late later stage Sony like CRT, which might is it like one of the flat yeah, screen, flat, but, but it's, it's like yeah, the those are cool. kind of a thing. Yeah, those are um, cool. My yeah. cousin was getting rid of it, and she's like, "Do you want it?" And I said, "Hell yes, I do." So that's that's would be like if I ever wanted to sit down and play something the original way. That's the system. Yeah. That's the TV to do it on because it's also got jacks in the front. So I just plug oh, okay. it in super quick. Yep. That's like thing. the TV. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I do have a system selector somewhere that I could set up. And I do too. Get the whole thing going if I really wanted to. But mm-hmm. um, if I just want to play something, most of the time it's Super Nintendo. So like my analog Super Nintendo is hooked up, up all, all the time. time. Yeah. Um, if I want to play like Nintendo or any of that other kind of stuff, I have a pocket and I have a dock for the pocket. So yeah, problem solved for most of that stuff. Um, yeah. So like sometimes I just want to play a game and I don't necessarily care about, does it look correct? Cause like the, to be fair, the analog stuff does it pretty much as well as it can be on that kind of stuff yeah. anyway. So I'm not losing too much if I do it, but if I want to sit down yeah. and hook up a Nintendo and bust out the cartridges and, and actually play them and stuff. And I have a CRT to do it. Yeah. My, and that's my thing too. Like I have both the NES and the super NES mini and those are hacked with all those. Mm. Like, so if, if a lot of times if I'm going to stream one of those games, I just pull that thing out because it's easier. So plus I can do save states. Yeah, so, for sure. I mean, I have, I have a CRT and it's not a big one. It's like a normal sized one. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, I haven't updated really anything. So like my CRT has an, is a eight switch converter on the side of it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And, uh, I literally have my NES, my SNES, my GameCube, uh, my Genesis, my Saturn. No, I got rid of that. Did you get rid of it? Okay. I did. I sold that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have plugged into it. Oh, my PS1, my PS2, and I think that's it. Because then I have the uh, Wii and the Wii U on HDMI into the TV. And then I don't have a switch from, I don't have like a connection for my Dreamcast right now. So I'm actively debating on if I wanted to buy an HDMI one or if I wanted to look for an old school one. So I think that'll really vary on what I want to do with that one. I'll say the Dreamcast. Like, so for the Dreamcast and the PlayStation two and one, I have the pound cables. Yeah. HDMI and those are, those are perfect. Oh, you have the HDMI. I, I use if I want. The I have those ones. like component hooked up to a TV. Yeah. So those are those are. But fun. those and the, but those HDMI they're perfectly fine. The GameCube was the only one I went all out and bought that like Retron uh, or not Retro, whatever that thing's called. That HDMI yeah. adapter that's crazy expensive. Well, you don't have the cables. I do. 
yeah, you have the special cable. I have my better. My GameCube has been hooked up with like I have the official Nintendo component cable. Like, and that was my selling point. Was like, well, yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars this adapter is crazy, or I could spend four hundred or whatever it is. Seventy dollar cable or whatever it is. Yeah, so like ah, whatever. Two of them for some reason. Um, But yeah, the and that's been that thing is. You know what I've been beginning to do too, and I I just thought of this when we were talking about Dreamcast. I have that broken one that you gave me. Remember you had like a broken one? Yeah. And uh I'm I'm thinking about should we just should I just gut it and I should put like the HDMI thing in it and put a do it the SD card thing in it and it just yeah, becomes the ultimate Dreamcast because it you should the laser doesn't There's work no, anyway. No, you should. There's no reason I not know, to. Man, I'm, oof, an ultimate Dreamcast. You need to good. go down that. That's a hole you need. There's to go a down. guy that does them. I know, but um, that's that's worth. I need it. to figure out which one of the Dreamcasts I own is the broken one. So I need to get those out. But what a cool. But system. I like. I still like having my. And I mean. Uh, Thankfully, I have enough space right now to have a CRT hooked up yes. along with God, a, like, a brand know. new, like a brand new, but like a newer TV on the opposite side for, like I said, the, the PS3, the Xbox 360 and like the Wii U and stuff is all hooked into that. Um, ironically, I have that Xbox Series S that you sent me. Yeah, into that TV too, into the newer TV too. So I mean, that's cool. I've I've taken a lot of time to try and find and keep all of those old ones. Like I mean, I have the the old um, NES hookup plugged into the CRT. Yeah. So, so that so I can after at any time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I can have yeah, it yeah. whenever, whenever I, I want to. I'm just. I, I made sure that I had a way to play everything originally if I wanted to. Yeah. But these days with work and kids and everything, it's like sometimes I just want to play a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. And it's right here on my TV with my, you know, my yeah. wireless 8-bit controller. Yeah, that works just, great. Yeah, yeah, that works fantastic. And I can just sit there and play that. And, you know, it's easier for my kids and all that kind of stuff to play it if they want to, too. So it's definitely worth mm-hmm. it. Our final email comes from Rod from Redacted. Howdy, gents. Long time listener. First time emailing in. I got to get this off my chest. Why the fuck did this company go back to a fucking credit card? Why am I being told to push this card to every single custo guest that comes to these godforsaken doors? The last credit card we offered was a failure. We drowned out after a year and a half of pushing like a decade ago. And now we just circle back to this shit. God, I've been here too long. <laughs> yes, I am working on getting out. But holy fuck, man, I hate this credit card shit i'm sure you were all around for the first round of the credit card did you push it or only when it made sense thanks we were there the credit card we were there we were there for we were there for the the launch and the death of it That's cool. um, yeah it got weird it was just it was such a <laughs> weird thing where like when it when they first announced that you were kind of like well, I get it, I guess. You know, like everybody yeah, has a for sure. TJ Maxx has a credit card. Everybody has a yeah. credit card. Hey, where you go? Target. GameStop, it makes kind of sense because like bigger purchases and stuff. Yeah. But then like as it rolled out and as it became clear like it was something that they were going to push and they were going to bother you about it all the fucking time. It was just like <laughs> – it was just another thing on the list of bullshit we had to do every day. And it, was just, and it was just – it was such a bad deal for most people – like the sign up process, like sign up online, call this number. Here's a temporary credit card number. We're giving credit cards to people who shouldn't have fucking credit cards mm-hmm. because 
this is like a bullshit credit card backed by somebody about it, else. Some of those limits for some of those people that again shouldn't have them were very fucking low. There was funny because like people would get like two hundred dollars. $150 and they would do it. It's like, that's not even a credit card, dude. Like that's <laughs> nothing. I think it's like, can you buy a system? It's like half and half. We're talking yeah. about a credit card that had an abysmal APR, which yeah. I want, I took count. I was trying to look it up earlier. I want to say at one point it was 27 and then it was 29. It was 27. And I'm just and then it went it up to 29. now. And I like, to be fair, there's not a ton of information about this on the internet right now, which is another weird thing because at least when it first came out, there was a lot of like stuff out about it because they were trying to push There was for sure. But it looks yeah. like the APR in that thing now is 32%. <laughs> Jeez. That's ridiculous. It's get, insane. If you're going to do this, get a regular credit card. Because yeah. most regular credit cards would probably a give you more like spending limit, give you a higher limit, yeah. but also be lower, but also lower like, interest because it's actually yeah. backed by a real bank and not a fake internet bank that's helping yeah. GameStop <laughs> scam people on the on the low. Like for sure. So it started with we have this credit card, put out the flyers, talk to people about it, and then it kind of died for a little bit. Yeah, but then they got real hard, and it was like you had to get a sign up a day, two sign ups, two. Uh, and by sign up, I mean like applications, because not not everybody was getting approved for this because it, it would run your credit score, and it was a hard credit score hit. Um, but even then, like that was like pulling teeth. Um, but I think wasn't it only like you had to have like a name and an email? Like there was something where like it didn't need a ton of information. It didn't need a lot of information. I think it was you did have to give a social security because okay. obviously, yeah. But like, but it it was like just very basic information. But we would, you would get people who didn't know what a credit card was applying for this. Oh and yeah, and you would get um, like. Uh, remember there would be things where it'd be like, uh, I remember specifically there would be like a group of friends and one guy would do it and get denied. So then his buddy would do it. And wow. then his buddy would, do you think these people are paying a GameStop credit card bill? No, <laughs> no. Uh, it doesn't matter how much it is. They're willing to tank their credit to buy a system for free, essentially. Um, yeah. which you gotta imagine there's a ton of people who did not pay those bills, but, um, uh, uh-huh. The other, the, the only reason like it even kind of had staying power in the beginning is there were always like specials where we like, yeah, spend that was three hundred and it's six months no interest or something yeah. like that. Usually it's like five hundred, but yeah, yeah. at least five hundred. But I remember one uh, like we talked about it. Like I bought my Wii U using it. Yeah, like you and I both had the card. I used it to get a PS4 on one of those, uh, you know, like six months pay it off, whatever. Yeah. And I think I did it again for like. I want to say I did it again for the PS4 Pro and then the the One X. So yeah, I only but ever they, used it the again. One time. We're running, yeah. but they were again running those yeah, promotions. It, wasn't yeah. worth it. it was too expensive. No, and eventually, it got, and then eventually, it got to a point where they they specifically said we're like, don't talk about it. Yeah, don't offer it. it don't weird. tell anybody. It still exists, but don't tell anyone. That's and if wild. anybody, well, and because they stopped you from being able to uh, have people apply in the store. Probably because somebody was fucking with it and it was doing something wrong that they shouldn't have been doing. That's my guess. Yeah, for sure. And so it eventually sure. became the only way they could do it was they had to do it online themselves and then come in with it. But even then, you're not supposed to tell them about it. Like the no. whole thing just reeked of failure, like as it existed. <laughs> and then eventually it just kind of disappeared. Like there were be there would be days where it's like 
we would get calls like how many credit cards do you have is there somebody remember uh, is there somebody on the floor handing out pamphlets for the credit cards and you tell people <laughs> you tell me like, oh, oh yeah yeah for sure I'm like fuck no didn't they give us extra hours for like a Saturday? I would assume so. Somebody? That was always the fuck around thing. Did, I know they did that for iDevices. the iPad. Yeah, well, they would do it for iPad everything. Device. Someone would carry iPad and walk around. They would just give us hours for people to fuck off. But I think they did it for that credit card for sure. For sure. Because it was something they were very hard into because they, they, it was another – it was the GameStop get-rich-quick scheme of the moment. And then I think was. that changed to – uh, you know, whatever. And then it became crypto. Now crypto's dead. So now they're back to the original. <laughs> the GameStop get For rich sure. uh, quick scheme classic mode, we'll call it. Yeah. But I was reading that. So sure. uh, what I was trying, I was trying to find stuff about this one. And again, it's not, there's not much out there, but I did see that like they're not allowed to, to pitch it to people who don't speak English. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> pitch wow. it to everyone unless they don't speak English. Interesting that they actually put it Well, because that in remember, there, part of the rule was they had to get a pamphlet with sign up. Everyone had to get a pamphlet because it's the terms of the card. And if you don't, it's like illegal or something. Yeah. And I, from what I, I can that. see, these new ones are only printed in English. Um, interesting. The whole thing just like did, did we push it? No, not at all. No, I think we had the not, we had the sign. I think we pushed stuff. it if the district manager was oh, there. Yeah, that was sure. it. Um, but if he wasn't there, or especially especially no. like part of GameStop and part of being a retail employee in general is being able to read the person that you are helping without <laughs> asking them questions, knowing yeah. who they are, like if they're a regular, knowing their buy history. Does this person trade and pay in, in change? They're not getting a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it uh, the lady who, bought, who spent thousands of dollars here a month? She probably doesn't need a GameStop credit card. No, she's so using she's, a real uh, one. She's using a real one. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just like there was a weird like middle ground and it ended up being people who shouldn't have a GameStop credit card were the people who yeah. were applying and getting one. 100%. Yeah, it was just crazy. I cannot – I am – when we read – when you showed – put this email in here, I could not believe that it was back. Because I didn't know. I had no idea because I haven't really. I have not been in a GameStop since October. It's been like a month for me. So it just I I haven't had a need to. But like um, wow, I had no idea to bring this back. Reek, reeks of something else. Desperation wise, it right? does. Sure. It seems like a really odd choice. Well, to bring one back thing is, this. is like if it's being brought. Did it ever really go away? I was looking at my wallet like a month ago. I realized I still had that card. I just kind of laughed to myself. I'm like, God, remember this? And then, of course, it turns out it's back. Like, shit, man. If I was there, I, there's no way I'd push it on anyone. I wouldn't even mention it. No. It's, it's, no. That's a bad idea. Well, and well, I think I read something else on Reddit where part of this card coming back is they said that they're not going to track it. That's a lie. They'll track that's, it. Well, they, they might tell you that now. In two weeks, if you haven't gotten one, I'd prepare myself for a phone call. Yeah, maybe sure. two, or maybe I have to call a special number every four hours to report in, or maybe I'm on a special conference call at eight o'clock the next morning with the regional, who's upset that we didn't push little Timmy's mom to get a credit card. Like, <laughs> be prepared because if this is something that they're bringing back, they're bringing it back for a reason, and they're bringing it back for to sure. make you push it down people's throats. Oh yeah, and they will not let that just. Oh, I guess no one in this district got got any for the past week. Nope, <laughs> nope. You are. Uh, we used to get. We remember we used to get on conference calls for fucking not using the tablet enough, or oh, yeah. uh, 
you, you know, you had you had a whole bunch of res canceled. Cool, that's a number I can't control. But you need that's to uncontrollable. Call. Yeah, like because we would have there would be days you would have a situation when it comes to reservations where, like, let's say, and this happened a lot, especially in the beginning of that council generation. Hey, so and so bought a PS4 and they decided they don't like it, so they're going to come in and trade in all their games and their system. Now they're going to cancel all those PS4 reserves. Yep. So and yeah, they're re-reserved from the Xbox, but. But just cancels out. <laughs> they if if they if it's trackable, it is tracked, yeah. and you will be called about it if you don't. There's no way in which this credit card is not tracked. No way. Like, oh, that's no such way. a lie. There's no way. Why would they yeah. bring back a 32 percent APR credit card and not track how many <laughs> you're pushing? I'd say something like, like oh, we really don't care. About I know it that firsthand much. it. Like TJ Maxx, people get bitched out, written up, and fired for not selling credit cards at that place. I remember when my first retail job Target, like they were hard about getting those red cards, which is their credit card. Yeah. They would track that heavily. Like they, I think their goal is like five a day. I don't even get it. As a store. Oh, yeah. That's what TJ Maxx again, stuff that's is. That's as a store. But I mean, yeah. you go to Target now. That's Target. You go to Target now. That nobody are. says the word red card to me in that place. I don't think oh, yeah, they even sure. offer a credit card. It still exists. It still exists okay. for sure. But I don't, okay. I don't think I've ever had anyone say that word to me in the past five, six years. To be fair, I don't have a Target immediately in my town. So that's why sure. I don't get there that often. If I did, I would go more often. Yeah. So I, but I don't have one but here. Yeah. So God, I, I pray for our brothers and sisters who now have this credit card back in their life. <laughs> It'll probably disappear in like six months, but it's going to be a bad six months. It's yeah. going to be a bad six months going into the summer. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah so, no, especially you know what? You It'll those... last through holiday and then it'll be gone. When it fails during yes. the holiday. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the key there. So, uh, But as always, thank you to everybody who wrote in. You can always write in at podcast572 at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll be back in another two weeks to talk more on, on the podcast. About thank rebirth. For listening. For Ooh, about rebirth. rebirth. It's going to be a rebirth cast. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe.